Right. Uh, uh, give me one minute. A minute? It's a long time. What do you need a whole minute for? Never mind about that. If he needs a minute, he can have a minute. This is 15 minutes of this, by the way. I'm going to let the whole thing play. Are you recording? That's a good question. Yes, I am. Good stuff. All right, you had your minute. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, I don't have time to play with the phone here. I got a lot of stuff I got to get done. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> just go. Just do it. Hi, this is Bud Gundelak. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, all the fellas will tell you about every single game that we play this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. It's Juke's story time and Jimmy's game breakers. Here comes Juke with sound by saviors. And welcome again to my show, Something Happening. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. Hey, cry! That console off before you have to press repeat, yo. Hello, very I'm proud welcome of you. to. That's very nice. To sh- <laughs> Jesus Christ, to show 374 of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Yay, 374 coming at you with all those things and more. I am Duke, aka Joey Jojo Junior Shabadoo. And I am Stu, a.k.a. Nothing. A.k.a. Uh, Fowler. Am, yeah. yeah. Mm. I am Mike, a.k.a. Chinny. Yeah, Yay. Chinmeister. And welcome again to our show, Something's Happening in the World of Video Games. For those of you listening for the first time, we are not veterans of the gaming world. We are veterans of... Oh, no, we are veterans... Ah, we're not what veterans of talking hell? correctly. That's something I am not a veteran of. But we are not military veterans. Yeah, Duke has seen three wars, haven't you, Duke? Uh, I, I, I saw World War Z. That was a pretty good movie. Uh, yeah. No, no, it wasn't. Well, it was okay. I liked it okay. It was uh, really bad. I saw. What other movies have I seen with the World War in them? War, War of the Roses. War of the Roses, yeah. But that's. Uh, that Same was a Same me- part, Ryan, you saw that? Well, that's that's not, have a word war in it, though. War in the title. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. I never saw that, actually. Jesus Christ, oh. not even the original version. But I did see something's happening. There's four filters of, of toxic, toxic fat that you're looking at. I take out of my mouth in the morning, four, and four at night. This and is it, death from the mouth. This is death extracted from the mouth, actually. <laughs> did you guys watch that? No. What, why not? Why would we? I spend my time finding awesome uh, video clips to share with my friends, and they don't even bother watching it. Oh, is that oh, that's, the link that you sent us? That was, yeah. It is, yeah, yeah, that is, yeah. It's because oh. there was some paint drying that I had to watch. She, well, you're, it's your, <laughs> it's your loss. I'm gonna share it in this, in this Twitch chat. People are gonna appreciate the awesomeness that I'm sharing with them. And attention, listeners, I am eating soup right now. So if I go silent, that's why. What, what flavor of soup is it? Brilliant. It's oh, yeah, ambrosia it's stew. That's what I call it's a it. What? It's ambrosia it's stew. That's what I call it I when I make... It's got rice pudding in it. Do you want to hear what it is, or do you want to keep asking silly questions? No, it's not silly. Ambrosia's rice pudding in the UK, man. 
Well, ambrosia is the beverage that the gods drank in ancient Greece. So the fact that you have a rice pudding called ambrosia, that's just a happy coincidence. I call it ambrosia stew when I make ramen, put an egg in it, and chop up some carrots. So, so it's literally got carrots and an egg in it. Is that it? Yes, and it's pot noodle, as you would call it. What? Oh, noodles. Yes, so pot it's literally noodles. noodles, egg, and carrots. Yes, and it's delicious. Doesn't so if you haven't delicious. fallen asleep already... Uh, we, oh, and uh, sriracha we, sauce, too. It's got sriracha. We stream live... Oh, my God, they're still going. <laughs> <laughs> Stu asked. I just made a mo- no- note to explain why I go silent sometimes. That's it. We stream <laughs> live on Twitch the- and YouTube Sunday at 9pm. We what also about stream Beam? on... We also we also stream on <laughs> Beam. <laughs> beam. But no one cares what, about what, Beam. What is what the hell is Beam anyway? What beam is, that? is uh, Microsoft's Twitch. I still don't know what it is. I ask every week. Do I you know what know. Twitch is? No. What what's Twitch? You, you do know what Twitch is. Stop. I know that you can. Me. I know you can die doing Twitch because that's happened in the recent weeks, hasn't it? So Beam is, is Microsoft's answer to Twitch. Their selling point is that the latency is not as large, so it's it's quicker. So there's no delay. So that's their big selling the point. The negative is nobody uses it. Nobody goes on it. I did, I've been streaming a lot this week, and I did get one viewer on Beam. Uh, and it was possibly the most exciting part of the whole stream. Who, who was it, do you think? Bill Gates? It was uh, Batch Gaming. Uh, oh. we know and uh, yeah he, he came on and said what up chinny and then immediately left which says to me uh that um beam is shit so sorry beam sorry. I mean, we hate you it might sorry. work it might work perfectly well but there's just nobody using it that's the trouble that's the thing that's the thing mm, i don't know gotta have, the, gotta have the users baby uh it's been a sad sad week this week isn't it sad week why because uh, Pilchards and Cream has finished. I it know. What's up with that? Oh, you... He never well, even he, asked you one. Well, he had the ask. cream from this show, apparently. And then he was like, I don't have anyone else I need to interview. I know. Didn't even have Duke on. Nope. He looked around. Well, it wasn't called Pilchards and Dregs, was it? He couldn't see any more cream. Stopped. Yep. Stopped while he was at the top. Yeah. That's Come it. On. That's it. There was no more cream, no more juice. He's maybe he was maybe scared of your soundboard. Maybe that's why he didn't have you on. Yeah, you know I, I get I mean? that a lot. Yeah, I think that he was intimidated, Duke. That's probably what it was. By you being the top of the cream, that's what it was. There you go. And whoever's creaking there is that Duke or is that that's you? Me. No, that's not Sorry, me. that's is that me. You? I've got like a, is that I've your got... bones? Is that your joints? Is it your arms? You know what? I want to know, know why I can't I log into Twitch. I think I'm getting there with look. I've got a pain in my shoulder at the moment, and fuck me, it just kills. Like I just don't know how I've done it. Uh, I've had it before Christmas. Like every yeah. time I take my t-shirt off or something, it's there. Oh I think yeah, I'm taking off the t-shirt. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm glad that your shoulder's there every time you take off your t-shirt because that would be worrying if it wasn't. Well, the pain's there. Oh, the pain! I was if I thought you meant your shoulder was there. No, the pain's there. I just. I don't know. I think I did it falling over on the ice, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, uh, did you fall on your shoulder on the ice? I didn't fall on my shoulder, no, but I I fell on my elbows, which 
in terms jarred of my shoulder. So I think it might be that. The elbow's um, connected to the shoulder. Bones. Yeah. Um, okay. It's also been a sad week for me because I watched um, Dumb and Dumber 2. Why? That'd make anybody sad. Yeah, really. And uh, as a massive fan of the first film. It's a great first film. That that second film is really really bad. Yeah, I heard bad things about it. But really we saw bad. we saw get, sorry we saw Get Out. You've all got to see it, and Chinny, you definitely need to see it. Yeah, I've heard good things about Get Out. Yeah, it's it yeah. was written and directed by Jordan Peele from Key and Peele, and it's oh, yeah. it's funny, it's scary, and it's just a really important movie. And I recommend people see it in the theater. So that's all I'm going to say about it. It's really really good. Get yeah. Out. No, I've heard good things. I've heard good things. Uh, All right. Yeah. Get out. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get it, out. It, it just looked cheap. Uh, you talk about Dumb and Dumber and Two. Dumb and Dumber Two. Yeah. yeah. And um, it just looked cheap. It it it, it was filmed like really badly. And this had uh, Jim Carrey and uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Daniels right? in it. Jeff Daniels. Did it? I didn't think it had them. I thought it was someone. No, well, no, they made because uh, they made Dumb and Dumberer once upon a time, but that wasn't correct. with them, right? Ah, that that's what there. I'm getting mixed up. So there's there's Dumb and Dumber, which is the the, the, the brilliant film, right. and then you got shortly afterwards they made Dumb and Dumber, which is a prequel, which is different actors. Yeah. Ah. And then in 2014 they made Dumb and Dumber Two, spelled T O. Was it uh, the Farrelly? It was the Farrellys. It was the Farrellys. It was directed and written by them. Uh, apparently there was a lot of financial trouble because Warner Brothers wasn't back in the film and huh. said they will publish it, but we won't pay for it. Which you can tell because the film is. Or, it, it or apparently they just they've just run out of ideas. Well, that's the question. That like, well. is it is it it's is it just weak looking, but it's still funny? Because I mean, sometimes it doesn't matter if it doesn't look great if it's still funny. It's uh, there's, there are moments that Jim Carrey is brilliant. Uh, and Jeff Daniels is brilliant, and they're the best part is right. them because it's still them. Yeah. Uh, and Jim Carrey is still funny, but it just I think he just wasn't maybe he just wasn't like let loose when like he normally is, or uh, it just wasn't or he's ri- just getting old. Well, he's a different no. kind of actor now too. That's the other thing. Yeah, you know, exactly. he's done so much drama and you know horror and stuff that I don't know. I mean, I he was think- he's still a comedian and like he's I think he still has the power to do it, but he's just had to adjust himself a lot. I think a lot of it is remember this in Dumb and Dumber One. Right. That's, that's it was. It's a very it's a very rinse and repeat movie. And that's I, how I felt about Anchorman Two. Yeah, Anchorman Two, which in, which Jim Carrey's in by the way, uh, is mm-hmm. is very much like these are all the things that happen in one, and there they happened again in two, which is a shame. Um, but you know, it's just a shame. But it doesn't make the worst the first one any bad, worse. It just it's just a shame that they made a sequel to that film yeah any anyway are we still talking about this by the way oh i'm sorry should we what? go back to what fucking dukes <laughs> i'm actually well. scratching depth from the mouth <laughs> yeah well, let's, a... let's no no Stu. let's hear more sound clips of that fucking video rather than, <laughs> yeah come well, i was gonna say look 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 i'm excited this week i was excited this week because obviously duke as we know Sort of, was it latish last year? Sometime yep. last year? Yep. Went out and purchased himself a Wii U specifically to play. Oh, 
Legend of Zelda at launch and stuff, right? Because he specifically <laughs> bought a console <laughs> for this. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so I'm very excited to hear about it, you know, because it's getting great reviews. I just want to know Duke's take on it. So, Duke, so let's, how is it? Let's get to that, shall we? Or we got, I got a story time. My favorite time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. Meanwhile, anytime Stu watches a movie, we have 20 minutes of commentary about that. That's but Chinny wants to say Correct. three things about Correct. Dumb and Dumber 2, but whatever. Cur- preach. Preach. Anyway, it's not um, even true. But so carry I told you that I had a student who sometimes reads his lyrics in the poetics class about video games, and he did it again this week because he was talking about life back in the day. And so he talked about playing video games with his grandmother, and then he said, "Yeah, we used to play Halo and Tekken." And I was like, "Oh, dude, you have the coolest grandma ever." And then the students were like, "Oh man, you used to beat your grandma at Tekken and Halo?" And he goes, "No, she used to beat my ass." I was like, "Yes." That's awesome. Nice. So anyway, that's the story time. Anybody else got a story time? No, I yes. want to hear about yes. Zelda. What's I happening with Zelda? Time. I have a story time. Chenny, go ahead. Last week, I did all the show notes, all the stuff for the show. I put it up, everything, named it, tagged it, put it in a post, everything. Thank you Message for doing all that work. Ribbon. People are still talking. Messaged you, <laughs> said, yo, Stu, don't worry about it. Got it. Got you back. Done. Right, he didn't check WhatsApp. He fucking did it himself. He didn't even see the post in the draft. He just fucking did it. Where, where, where was the post? And where I, was it? it was in drafts. It was in drafts. Oh, in the thing. You see, but right, you keep doing different stuff. How am I this supposed to know? Not idiot. some sort of mind reader. If only know, he had messaged you somehow and oh, told why, you. Why the hell did you WhatsApp me when you could have just texted me? You know, we get texting oh, you, Gade. Because Stuart, I can answer that for Chinny. If we know anything about Chinny, it's that he has a million things coming at him from all directions. This is why he wanted to do Slash or whatever the hell that other web thing was. What? You know. Slack. No, but, Slack, but text, that's it. Text is easier. Is it, well, it's it's easier, easier for you, but he's used to thinking oh, about... Com- Stuart, he's used to thinking about... Correct me if I'm wrong, Chinny. Thinking about communicating with us via WhatsApp. So why don't anyway. you have? I mean, if he takes, if he sends me something on WhatsApp, I get to see it right away. It is not a, it's not buried in some well, I, arcane file folder. It isn't. But I'm at work, and my phone doesn't get a signal at work, so I don't see well, it. So how would a text be any night. goddamn different? Text would come from. Uh, all right. I just want to. I just want to read the text messages. Okay. So when it happens, and I realized, I text Stu. Via text message, which means I'm in 1998, right? And I said, oh, my God, Stu, don't you check your WhatsApp? And then he replied, don't have a phone on at work, damn. Then I replied with this. I got the post ready, episode name, tags, feature image. Fuck you, you ungrateful fuck. I hate you. No big deal. Honest mistake. Fair play. Fuck yourself. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. And WhatsApp is encrypted. Regular text messages are not. Maybe Chinny's trying to keep his secrets locked oh, yeah. down. It's true. Yeah. Security and all that stuff. Cool. Sure. All up. right. Anyway. Hey, so we're so Breath of the Wild. Here's the thing. Okay. I have the friend uh, at school. There's a guy who's a custodian, and he's crazy about Zelda. And he was like, 
I, I saw him on Friday and I was like, hey man, when's breath come out? He's like, today, I'm going right after school. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Maybe I should get it. And he's like, you should. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And then I didn't because I'm playing a game and I'm going to probably get Wildlands when it drops and I'll get Breath of the Wild at some point, but I'm not getting it right away. So didn't get it. Don't know. Can't tell you. Oh, man. I can't believe you've let me down. <laughs> well, you also Jesus. have a Wii U, if I'm not mistaken. I have. I've ordered you, the game. You numpty. I've ordered it. <laughs> I've ordered it. But when, I'll when be you honest. you ordered it? Why didn't you have it now? Because getting Breath of the Wild on Wii U is like getting Rocky Door shit. It's there's nowhere selling it. It's sold out everywhere, oh. um, and oh. there isn't anywhere you can get it from. And the only place I ma- weirdly the place I managed to get it from was Boomerang. I see. Because obviously people Weird. probably didn't think of going there to buy it. You see, obviously because it's a rental service, but they also sell games. Um, there were some available on eBay, but they were about like fifty-five to sixty pounds. Uh, but I managed to get it for 49 from Boomerang, so it's coming. Five All to right. ten days, though. Five to ten days it is. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, you can't get it. They didn't sell it. I did go into game at the weekend, but they didn't have any copies there. They had the Switch. If I'd have had a Switch, it would be fine. Uh, they had loads of Switch versions of the game, but none of the Wii U variety. I wonder if they're trying I, to I, sell I doubt, the Twitch, perhaps. I, yeah, I think they've also probably reduced the number on the Wii U to the Switch. I think they're obviously pushing the Switch, aren't they, so... Yeah, not easy to get hold of. Just out of curiosity, on the day that the Switch came out, I went on to Amazon and I thought, I wonder if I can get one. Then uh, I looked. Were you ready to pull was, the trigger? Well, the, the there was the grey one was out of stock, but the red and blue one was in stock. And I think the red and blue one looks better, personally. That's because you're, uh, you're a member of the Bloods and the Crips. So you'd be able to represent both of your gangs at once with that. That's concept. correct. When when I'm not here in the West Midlands of England, I often find myself affiliated with gangs in <laughs> North LA. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, in North California. So anyway, the Southern California, the, South Central LA. Go on. So that's you know whatever pedantics. <laughs> that's why I never find your anyone. your knowledge. Of, yeah, you're just wandering around in red and blue, going, yeah. "Where I'm my crips at?" And they're like, sir, this is Napa Valley. We grow wine here. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, represent, motherfucker. <laughs> um, red wine, more like. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, so I, I hovered over the um, buy now for the Switch. And I hovered and I hovered. How long did you have it over the buy now? About a minute. Dude. I was thinking about it. Then I thought about it. And I didn't do it. No, I don't. Look, do you know what? I would have been really shocked had you done it. This is the week of people not pulling triggers on Nintendo products. Yeah, don't pull a trigger because there's just not enough stuff for it, is there? No. There's just not enough stuff. Says the man who bought VR and the Nintendo Wii. (laughs) Yeah, well, I sold the VR and the the Nintendo Wii. (laughs) He's he's trying to educate. He's trying to pass on the wisdom. Yeah, exactly. Learn from my mistakes. I sold it back and made £15 profit. Well, there you go. Maybe he could buy a Switch and sell it for a profit. Oh, yeah, probably could. You probably could have done. There are people selling them for silly prices on eBay. Oh, yeah. Could have made mm. some cash, Ginny. Mm. All right, enough of what we're not playing. Who wants to talk about what they are playing? Yeah, who wants to do that? I don't know. Who's shall I do first? that? Uh, yeah, go ahead, go, Stu. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go first. Go ahead. But, yes, I actually did buy a game from Game, 
Dude, no, what I game? I know. I think that's the first game I've ever bought in game. I don't was think it a, a game from game? Um, Batman: The Telltale series. No. Was it Wildlands? No, that's not out yet. Was it? I don't know. Maybe you got a bootleg. Uh, was no. it Far Cry Primal? Nope. I give up. Close. Close though. <laughs> it's close. Yeah, it, it is close. To be fair, it's close. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yay! Well. When I say I buy, I didn't really buy because I took three Nintendo games in and Doom and uh, what else did I take in? Oh, Deus Ex. Did you give them something took... and then they gave you something? They did, yeah. And That's I, and I got three basically pounds. buying something. We don't necessarily need a laundry list of how yeah, you so came did... to own the thing. Yeah, I when I say it. I bought it, I gave them a plastic card and then they I moved traded. it through this digital reader and then I got the game. I didn't actually give them I money. I traded in three Wii U games and Yes, two. we understand the process. <laughs> anyway, wait a minute. I, You're I able to trade in games? I know. What? I know, a game. At game. What a time anyway, to be so alive. And she gave me a shiny copy of Horizon Zero Dawn. Because I wasn't that interested in playing this, right? I'll be honest. I wasn't too impressed with the demo. And then the reviews came out, and you're no. a fucking sucker for good no, reviews. No, and that's not, that wasn't it either. It wasn't, I haven't really read any reviews, to be fair. Bollocks. Bollocks. No, I haven't. I haven't. Bollocks. Bollocks. So, sorry, Stu, I've, you've trained us to be cynical. I've seen the scores. I've seen the scores it's got, but I haven't really read any in-depth reviews. All right, fine, I'll bite. What chipped your hand? Why did you choose to buy this finally? Because, of course, Project, uh, Project Thingy Red. What? <laughs> see, see. I know some of those words, but you're not making any sense, anyway, my friend. you know, CD Project Red, who did Witcher 3, of course. That's right, didn't it? CD Project Red. Is that right? That is right. I know I'm old and senile, but I think that's right. The makers anyway, of The Witcher 3, go on. What's the, what's the verb yeah, of your sentence? That. Get to the predicate. With it, then. Should have done that. I'd have got away with it. Uh, but uh, basically, they sent a tweet out. Uh, to the makers of Horizon, Gorilla, and when well done on the game, right? So because in other words, you read a review from the makers of The Witcher 3. So Chinny was right. The game. How the hell does that constitute a review? They gave their opinion about a game. What else is a review? Well done on the game. So Chinny was right. Yeah, he was but the reason they did this is because... A lot of people have been comparing it to The Witcher 3. Oh. And, and, and now like that you've the... played it, is that an apt comparison? In some respects. It's never easy, is it? With him? Well, it isn't, though, is it? Because it's not a direct copy. There, there are some elements of The Witcher 3 within it. All right, fine. How about this? Between 0 and 100%, how much is it like The Witcher 3? Mm, so far, probably about 50. Ah. Probably about fifty percent like. And are you loving it? Are you glad you got it? I'm enjoying it so far. I wouldn't say I'm loving it. All right. I wouldn't say I'm loving it, but I am enjoying it. You know, it looks gorgeous. First things first. Let's get that out of the way. It it looks amazing. Yeah. You know, still got dead eyes. You know, all the actors have got. You know, or I say actors, but characters in the game. I've got dead eyes. But that's that's still par for the course. So it still suffers a little bit from that. Um, I'm sorry, I don't understand what that means. I'm looking at this gameplay footage, and it looks fine. It looks like they have the same eyes as every other character in every other video game. This, I think, yeah, um, yeah look, uh, video games have this uh, representation of having eyes that seem to look like they 
stare into the abyss. And it's a very subtle... I suppose it's because eyes move quite a lot rapidly uh, and games have never been able to nail realistic eyes. The Uncanny Valley, man. Yes. Yeah, it's one of the lackings for the Uncanny Valley, isn't it? Because they, they, they can't seem to get eyes with emotion right i guess that's that's the sort of word for it i think eyes don't stay still for very long uh so well i think it looks fine anyway sorry to interrupt anyway so this it suffers from dead eyes i'm still not convinced that the voice acting i think there's been i mean voice acting in the witcher 3 is top notch there are no wooden sounding characters you know nobody i'll be the judge of that yeah, exactly. There are, there are no wooden... But in this, that main character's voice, I still can't get to grips with it. I still feel it's not natural enough. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. But I'm just not feeling the voice acting. Some of it's better than others. But it's... I don't know. It's not quite nailing it for me. Stuart, um, stop whining about minor aesthetic details. No, it's quite. It's not a minor thing because it is quite. I love okay. the way you, you start you, you whining about medium her. level yeah. aesthetic details. I love yeah. the way you spoke to her like she was on the show. Then. Yeah, but if you've got a narrative Left story, driven, shut up. <laughs> yeah, if you've got a, nar- a narrative story driven game, it's important to have good voice acting. It's like a film. If you had a film and the the actors are wooden, you wouldn't be coming out of that movie going, "Oh, that was fucking amazing," would you? No, but I would have I would have criticism no. also if the game had or if the movie had a subplot where people were looking for people who were looking for people who were looking for people who were looking for people, and that would be a little more important to me than voice actors. Hey, Dick, do you know who does the voice for this lady? No. Uh, what you playing, Ash? Oh, really? Is that true? Oh my God! Yeah. Wow, yeah, she she's done the, pretty well um, for herself. She did the voice for Chloe in Life is Strange as well. Nice. She um. She uh, went to Rocket Jump, uh, which is uh, Freddie Wong's thing. Oh, cool. And uh, her brother wrote for uh, Borderlands 2. She met the right people? Uh, yeah, they, they're doing well, those two. Brother and sister, they're doing really well. Good. They deserve so, to. They're very creative. I, I, but she's, uh, I don't think she's... Maybe she's, you know, um, still early on her career or anything like that maybe you know i don't think she's she's a voice actor completely by you know right that's not her primary gig yeah yeah i think she was a writer first yeah um but you know she seems to be doing well she's well enough she's doing well enough to be cast for this yeah she's funny cool yeah anyway anyway back to the review go on yeah so the voice acting's a little bit wooden yeah you got that go ahead move on next it's not perfect uh, another criticism I've got is you fight a lot of creatures sometimes. It's quite oh, I hate that. In the video games. games. God, it's in, so annoying. In an open area. <laughs> and you might down one, but you're still being attacked by others, so you might be running around. It's it so inconsiderate not. for them to just attack you while you're trying to concentrate on another one. That's not the problem. If you okay. let me get to is. it, I'll tell you what the problem is. <laughs> it's, it's hard when somebody keeps interrupting you, isn't it, Stu? It is. Well, so mm. difficult. Anyway, so so you're running around and then you lose your bearings and it does not mark where you've downed the enemy. So you have to, obviously, you're scavenging and collecting the stuff off them. Sometimes I've, I've lost where they were, you know, That's, where the carpets were that you have to go and scavenge off. And even if you put, like, your, you get, like, this vision thing, you find this thing that you clip on the side of your head near the beginning of the game and that's like eagle vision in assassin's creed 
or Witcher sense in Witcher. You know, it's that sort of staple allows you to see things in the environment or yeah. mark the creatures and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it also allows you to mark the paths. You know, like there's the enemy creatures, it allows you to look where they're going to be going. So right. you can time your movements between cover and stuff, which is long grass. Uh, so that reminds me a little bit of Assassin's Creed 4, you know, the, the, obviously in the uh, in the jungly bits where you're, you're hiding in the long grass and taking out enemies. Rough yeah. in the jungle. And in the jungle. In, in, in and, the jungle. And this works pretty much the same. You can pick up rocks. Well, so before you, you move rocks. on to that, Stu, I was going to ask about the finding downed animals. Are you sure there's nothing in the minimap? Because there are some games where they'll... Nope. Okay. Have a look. Yeah, it doesn't mark them on the minimap. So you, so, and they can be quite a way off where you first originally killed them, you know what I mean? Right. And and then you lose the scavenging stuff and the scrap that you might have got off them. So that's a bit annoying. So, yeah, but it's, it's not a huge deal, but right. it is something that just annoys slightly. They, they could have just let you mark them in the terrain, or if you like, you put your vision on, they just highlight, you know, to show you where the carcasses are if you haven't already scavenged off them. Yeah. So, yeah, so that that's a little bit annoying. Yeah. Um, Story-wise, uh, Yug on YouTube said, "How many rocks can you pick up?" Uh, ten. Ten. Good. You can pick up ten rocks. After ten, that's it. That's it. You can't. Does pick the game more. just crash or what? <laughs> Not that I've noticed. Not right. that I've noticed. Well, there uh, are but rocks, the thing with the rocks thousands is, and thousands of rocks. Very much like Assassin's Creed, you can hide in the long grass, throw a rock. Uh, obviously, robot whatever watcher, which is the most common ones comes over to look what's what. And then you can do like a stealth attack and or a fire and take down. Yeah. And sound kill like it that. and then scream. Right. So did, did, was you playing the game then? Because the sound just came in. And it... It's exactly like it's the exact yeah. sound from the game. Right. Did. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of e- easy to do that. So you can do that with some of the smaller animals. And then you can shoot them and shit. So you shoot them in the eye. So you've got to hit specific parts of the creatures to take them down. So that's okay, I guess. You get a bow and arrow at the beginning, and then obviously you can level up as you go along and you unlock new weapons and stuff. What kind of new weapons? Is it, do you ever get to guns, or is it just like more primitive stuff? No, I've, well, funnily enough, I have seen a gun in the game when uh-huh. I was watching this. The video that we're watching now, a bit later on, you get like, I've seen like a, what looked like a Gatling gun. Okay. But uh, I haven't come across that yet. At the moment, I've just got um, a normal bow and arrow, a spear, which is like your melee attack. So yeah. you, you've got a spear that you can use for that. Right, right. And I have um, a line caster, which I've okay. literally just unlocked, which allows you to set like electric, electric line traps yeah. uh, for the animals. So they sort of cross that and then they're like electrocuted. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then it's got leveling up system, very much, very similar, I guess, to. The Witcher, so you you can level like three different attributes. I can't remember what they're called now. Strength, agility, like, and wisdom. No, it's not like that. It's something like brave. There's like three things That's like strength. brave, something else, and something else. I don't know. And then they each have different sorts of attributes within them. So I've unlocked like slow down time when you're aiming. That's agility. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. It's it's okay. I'm not blown away so far. Yeah. How many hours have you played it? Um, not a lot. I would say probably about two or three. Yeah. Maybe about two or three hours. But it does look amazing. Does it, it have does a look amazing? Is the story at all decent, or is it just um, pedestrian? It, feel, it seems okay at the moment. There's nothing. It's nothing too like crazy. Yeah. It's a fairly. I'm, straight... I'm shocked that you're so sort of like meh on the game. Blase about it. 
I don't know. Why are you surprised? Why why did you think he would have a different reaction, Chinny? I don't know, because it's like... uh, I don't know, really. Because everybody's been saying it's good. Well, I suppose Mm. I shouldn't be... Because it's popular, she won't like it, will it? (laughs) Pretty much. It's not that. It... The the trouble is, and I guess I guess this is part of the reason I didn't I was a bit unsure about buying it in the first place. It just reminds me of every other open world game. It's you know it's very much like Tomb Raider. It's very much like The Witcher Three, although it's not as good story or voice acting wise as The Witcher Three. You know it's very much like Assassin's Creed. It's got a lot of all those games in it. So, so to, to you, it's like another one of those. Yeah, it's not very original. I guess. So, what do you problem. think people are praising this a lot? Is it, does it have something to do with it being exclusive, maybe? I don't know. I've, the, the gameplay is good. You know, the sort of the combat's pretty interesting. I believe if this the, was on both Xbox and PlayStation, do you think it would get the same hype? No, I think it would still have done all right. I think it would still do all right. You know, I've I've got to say the side missions that I've come across so far, and I've done two of those, they were fairly interesting. One of one of them involved uh, an ex Beavers. no, no <laughs> an ex an ex tribe member who had mental health issues. All right, okay. Which was kind of interesting. I don't think I've ever played a video game before with a side mission that involves someone with mental health issues. I'm sure there was one uh, in GTA. <laughs> Probably, Probably. Yeah. possibly, but done in a serious way. You know, this was done in quite a serious way, mm-hmm. um, and the, and the very much structured. And I guess this is where the the Witcher three com, uh, comparisons come in. They're very much structured like Witcher three side missions, where it seems to start off as a fairly small, straightforward thing, and then it keeps on getting bigger. And it's boring. Do you, know, you think this game's borrowed a lot from the Witcher three? Oh, definitely, especially the tracking of the missions, mm-hmm. because you basically go into your <laughs> Eagle Vision, Stroke Witcher Sense, Stroke whatever it's called in this game. Detective mode, detective, detective Batman. mode, yeah. detective mode. Hitman you know. Vision, you can put it in Hitman. <laughs> Hitman Vision, you go yeah. whatever game you played, and the video uh, game button. Yeah, the video game button, and that yes. uh, that that Psst. then allows you uh, to see the trail of the the thing you're following. Yeah, Indeed. and then you can highlight it, and obviously in The Witcher it was like a blood trail. And I'm not saying this was any better in The Witcher. It just seems to be a very hey, common... Show. You've always yeah. got to mention the fucking Witcher. <laughs> well, this game has been compared to Ever forbid when I've got to fucking play the thing. But it is a very good, very common video game trope, isn't it, to have this... Oh, yeah. You know, the, 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 the video game that shows you things thing. that... Yeah, that are in the environment, or how to mark your enemies. That, that started or, it. Everybody else copied it. That's it. That's it. Uh, so yes, it's it does that, and then you sort of follow the trail, and then obviously you might have to fight a few enemies along the way, and then you finally get to your objective, and then it te- might tell you a little bit more or something else, and then you move on again to the next little bit of it. Keep moving so, on. Like... Sorry, say again. I said keep moving on to the next one. That's what you do. Just trying to pump the energy do. level up. On a moving on. Yeah. Um, and maybe I've just not played enough of it yet. You know what I mean? I've only I haven't played a hell of a lot. I've not played tons of Apparently it. Apparently, the game does open up. Oh yeah, it's it's open now. Oh, I mean, it? It, that here's the other thing that annoys me, that, and I don't know why they've done this. Uh, but you you save at campfires, so you basically come to a campfire. It's unlit. You light the campfire. It does a save. Dead souls. It's took it from Dead Souls. Yeah, and yeah, well, there you go. Dead souls. Dark souls, not dead. Souls. Dark souls. Dark yeah, dead. Yeah. Dark souls. They took it from Dark yeah. Dead. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and that then becomes a fast travel point. Yeah, yeah. But then you have to 
uh, craft travel. a fast travel pack to allow you to fast travel. That's weird. Yeah. Is it hard so to create have, those? Not really. You've got to go and kill a wild boar or something. You've got to use three sorts of meat and then something else. So I guess it's trying to say, look, you're traveling a distance. You need meat and stuff to do that. I guess. So you have to. So the again, it's not difficult to do, but it's just like, why can't I just fast travel? Mm, why do I have to go and kill something and then make a fast travel pack? So yeah, you make your pack and then you can travel between points. So that's so that's how fast travel works. Yeah. I just want to update everybody. There are still no viewers on Beam. There are no viewers on Beam. Suck it, no Beam. No viewers on Beam. <laughs> no viewers on Beam. So yeah, I'm not I'm not going to say it's terrible because it isn't. I mean, it looks great. It looks. Are you really having great. fun? Stuart? Yes, the combat is slick. The the combat's very nicely done. Slick. So you know, it's slick. Uh, the bow feels nice. When you shoot stuff, it's satisfying. You know, stuff blows up, which is always cool in a game. Um, they hunt you pretty well, and and it's it's fairly easy to get away. It's not terrible. They don't like. It's not like Benny Hill, where they, they relentlessly run after you until they catch. Sorry, let me just write that down. You're saying Horizon Zero Dawn is not like Benny Hill. It's not like Benny Hill. Okay. So yeah, it's it's pretty good. It is pretty good. I don't but know, it is like, like The Witcher. Uh, only very slightly. Fifty like percent like The Witcher. It's, no, it's not. It's only very slightly like The Witcher. And it hasn't got a cool noise when you level up that I can see so oh, far. Weak. <laughs> Hello. Why hasn't it got a cool noise, man? If you, if you um, was to pick a noise, what what would it be? Whoop whoop Who knows what it would do? <laughs> 42.58, I'm writing it down. <laughs> I'm trying to not laugh so this dude could have a clean cut of it. Oh, it was a beautiful clean cut. I'm getting that. <laughs> Actually, I think if, if it were a level up sound, it would probably sound something like this. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, probably would. That would be, be good. good. That would be a good noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's what. laughs> <laughs> I don't know what noise it would make. Uh, uh, I just, I'd just, i love the meeting. You know, right? Okay. Yeah, right. Um, Mr. Sound Guy, uh, we, you know, I know you've been working on some stuff, but we need a little I have, I have one so. ready to go. You want to hear it? Okay. It, it, okay. Yeah, this yeah, I'd love to hear it. What is all I have in mind? It's got power. It feels kind of epic. Kind of, I feel like it's been done before. <laughs> okay, what like... about this one? This one's a little more laid back. This is something we could do instead. That's that feels like it's you know yeah. there's a military. I agree. I agree. I really. I just feel like maybe it's a bit falloutish to me. Mm. Um. Mm. How about this one? That's that's really got a kind of epic, and it feels like it's sort of tribal, right? Can we use I'm that? kind of thinking that you haven't done your job here <laughs> and you've copied other people's sound. Well, how about then we just go? There you go. Perfect. Perfect. It may be. It just may be that I haven't got far enough into it yet. You know, I am very, very much at the very beginning of the game. That's possible. Mm. Stay yeah. tuned, people. Of... There's more to come of Stu's recommendations or responses. <laughs> <laughs> Do the robot dinosaur things have penises? No. Let's get I've to the really seen. important question here. Yeah, not this that is what I've everybody seen. wants to know. And also, and, right. And do they have a slider so you can make them big, like in Conan Exiles? Not that I've seen, no. Right. Uh, here's the oh, other annoyance. This seems to be a pass from me. Yeah, yeah. here's <laughs> another minor annoyance. You know, you know when we played the demo 
that we didn't yes. really like. Yeah, didn't yeah, have for, much for the do. record, uh, we played the demo at the last EGX, which there's a video on YouTube, you can watch it, and uh, we didn't love it that much because it was quite a restrictive demo. It was very but within that, you could tame like a, I think they're called a flathead or something like that, or a broadhead, and you could yeah. ride on them, couldn't you? Yes. Yeah, not at the beginning of this game, so you have to literally run everywhere. And it's like, for yeah. God's sake, why couldn't they have just put some broadheads or whatever they were called in the beginning of a game? So at least it shows you, you know, you can mount one of these and away you go to, you know, to get places quicker. But no, got to run everywhere. So annoying. It's like, why, it's just a little thing, but it's like, why didn't they just do that? You know, beginning of nearly every game like that, you get a horse, don't you, normally? Because obviously that fits with the game. With this, it's these broadhead things. It's just like, just give us one of them at the beginning of the game or one in the area when you're doing the tutorial. This is how you ride an animal. Sorted. Yeah, but they want you to no. have the fun of exploring on foot first. I guess. Yeah. They well, want you to appreciate it when you do get a steed. I, mean, I guess so, but sometimes you just want to get places quicker, don't you? Well, well I agree with true. you. That's I don't life. Blame you. I know, yeah. I ain't got no time for that, man. I'm the YouTube generation. Not really, but you know. You don't watch YouTube. Exactly. What's I just want to get places quicker. <laughs> I ain't got no time. I don't know about YouTube. I watch Beam. Everybody's watching Beam. <laughs> yeah. I want you to go to what in one of your classes that you teach, do you can go right. Who caught that stuff on Beam last night? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We like, like a bit of Beam. Yeah. Um, but like I say, it is, it is quite slick as far as combat goes. That works pretty well. Climbing looks nice, you know, when you're climbing up stuff. Uh, uh, the, 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 the chat uh, on Twitch uh, are saying that uh, it's about three to five hours when you get that ability shoot, and it's a 40 hour game. So you barely yeah, scratch the surface. But I just want to ride on something and get Be places. patient. Want you want to fast travel instantly. You, and hours. as many times as you want without having to craft something. You want to zip around on your little flathead. It, life isn't like that. Yes, no. I just want a horse. You would fail the marshmallow test. I want a robot horse to ride on. Why can't I have one of those? You will. Calm down. And. You sound like my students. I want to be done with high school. Stay here as long as you can. And the most annoying thing of all, it had subtitles enabled at the beginning of the game. Wow, no, that is inexcusable. To be honest, Fuck I would put dudes. the game in the disc. I'd Fuck throw it at the person have, that sold it to I you. Have, I don't want to where they live and burn down their house. I hate you yet. and everyone in your family. I would have said probably 98% of people who are going to play this game probably won't be deaf. So they don't, they're not speaking in a foreign language. That's not the point, Stu. Some people really like having subtitles on when they play. I agree that it should default off. I think they should yeah. ask you when you start the game up the first time, but they don't. So Exactly. Exactly. I've heard that the game has good sort of UI controls. Like you can turn and tweak pretty much every little bit of UI on or off. Oh, I don't know. I haven't looked into that. To be you honest. should look into that, Stu, because I, I, turn I believe the, you can turn, turn the subtitles on. I turned the subtitles off in about five seconds. Well, there you go. That's a, that's a confirmation. Turn, the, the, the UI is very customizable. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. I just want to announce that there is a person on Beam. No, there's uh, not. And the, it's Bill Gates he, trying to act like it's cool. No, it's Sir it's Yug, and he was just watching on YouTube. He's just humoring us. He's going over to Beam and saying, Beam is the best. <laughs> uh, stop it. Stop hijacking Beam. No one likes Beam. Get off Beam. <laughs> Beam doesn't need your pity access. <laughs> Indeed. But it looks good. So okay. that's, that's a good positive. Horizon does look good. 
<laughs> it does look very nice. And he controls still, well. I, love, I was sorry, gonna say, I was, sorry, sorry, I was I'm still torn. Duke, torn. What? Torn. I'm not. I don't, I'm, I'll play it torn. eventually, but I don't. I'm not torn. Yeah, it's good because we have to pay Natalie and Brodio a lot of money every time we play uh, that. Every time. Yeah, um, I'm still torn whether when I do my dirty thirty-five, uh, whether. That's there's four grand. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm still torn about whether I'm going to get a PS4 or a Switch when I complete my Dirty 35, but Horizon is a good case. But Zelda... Ooh, Zelda. Tough. It's tough. It's a tough one. Yeah. I am enjoying it more than Far Cry Primal anyway, though. So that's... Yeah, Far Cry Primal was, wasn't great. No. So that's a good thing. Cool. That's because they weren't well, robots you were fighting. They were actual animals and monsters. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're playing a game that you're enjoying, Stu. Yay, yeah. enjoying. It's, it's all right. It's all right. All right. Other than that, I have played some other stuff. I am continuing to play Night in the Woods. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit, quite a bit further into that now. I'm about five hours in, so I've not got much more. It's about three hours left. I think it's about eight hours to finish that, eight to nine hours. Uh, so I'm, I'm away into that. Uh, it's still cool. It is cool, but it is a bit depressing. <laughs> the, it's a very melancholy game mm. i guess is a good way to describe it you know because it's, it's set in a sort of very downtrodden little town that's you know developers have moved in and all the the main the, you know there's a big superstore just outside of town now and all the little stores within the town have had to close down and that things sounds like, like that. the so plot of stardew valley yeah it's a little bit it reminds me of like a stephen king novel Mm-hmm. You know that kind of small town. Yeah. So does it take place in a, Bangor, Maine? Yeah. With a little, no, it isn't though. No. Oh, okay. And there isn't a Sheriff Pangborn that I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, Is there a dog kind of called under- Sick Balls? No, oh, okay. not that I've noticed. I've noticed. Uh, but I am building a relationship up with B, so it's B that I'm sort of getting friendly with, and not so much. And there was a. Um, it was kind of interesting, actually. I ended up having a big argument with B about her dad. Because her dad runs one of the stores in town, but he's a bit depressed. So he doesn't do anything anymore. And she's had to take over and run it all for him. Yeah. What's the argument? So, about? yeah, well, the argument was my character said, like, you shouldn't let him do that to you. You know, you should you should sort of stand up for yourself and go, oh, Look, it's I'm on. not doing nothing. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not it's doing not that. on. Ooh, it's I'm on. Not- all right. I'm not doing this all on my own, and you should tell him. And she's like, well, why should I tell him? You tell him to fuck right off. Yeah, so anyway, it ended up in this big, and then she's like, just go. Just go. Damn. And there wasn't really a... There wasn't a good answer. You know, it gives you options to what you want to reply, and none of them were good. Why are you so (laughs) So, cold, Stu? I know. It was always going to end up in a bad cold-blooded man. So so with Night in the Woods, is it it a multiple-choice ending? Do you feel like there's different endings going on and stuff like that, or...? I... Don't know. I don't know whether the ending changed. I do know you what you don't see certain scenes depending on sort of choices that you make in the game. So mm-hmm. there's stuff that because obviously if I don't hang out with Greg, which I'm not doing, then I won't see some Fuck of the Greg. scenes that yeah off, that I would Greg, have had with him. So I, I do believe it's worthwhile playing it through a, a few times, but just because of the different people you can hang out with and obviously different storylines and stuff that you'll see. But yeah. it's it's kind of cool. It's just sort of kind of like a snapshot on living and life, really. L-I-V-I-N. Yeah. 
It's sort of like there is a little bit of story now. I'm seeing stuff. Um, but you had to part, take part in this big play for Harvey Harvest Fest. Har- Harvest Fest? I don't know what that's. Or Harfest? Is that a big thing in, in the States? I don't know what that is. Nope. I have no idea what that is. It was done on Halloween. So they had this Halloween, you know, this Harfest, whatever that was. And they I, sort of did this play about witches and stuff, and you had to take okay. part in that's it. That's not a right thing life. in America. Oh, well, there you go. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, though. It is a cool game, but it isn't. It's not going to make you feel happy. <laughs> so, so it depends what you want out of your games, I guess. Uh, and then, very nicely, a mum. Well, I assume he was a mum. It could have been a lady. A man or a lady. Let me have a look at the name of the person. Sexist. Hate crime. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's just from Wisp, Wisp Fire. Oh, it's Ron van der Schilden. Schilden? Ron van der Schilden or Roy van der Schilden. There you go. Don't we don't know what your name is. We don't care. <laughs> we, we do but but, but he, he sent me a, a very personal email I don't know where he got my name from but he's like ahoy Stuart Fowler my name is Nick and I'm a developer working at Whisper. I thought you said his name was Ron why don't you make up I your mind I thought it was I looked at the bottom first should have looked at the top I guess you liar anyway it's from it's from Nick He's working at Whisper, a Dutch indie studio, and they just launched a game, and he sent me a Steam key, and he went, can ah. you play my game and tell me what you think about nice. it? Nice. So, I also oh, have Steam, cool. if anybody wants to send me Steam keys. I probably won't play your game for, like, a month, but... Yeah, but he, he addressed it to me personally, so it's not no. like, you know, before you two start going, we could have had the key or whatever. So I thought, you know... Don't well, worry, I'm looking ch- at gameplay of this game right now, and uh, <laughs> I dodged the bullet. I recently <laughs> changed my name legally it's, to Stuart Fowler, so I could have gotten the key. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> so, oh, so That's the endorsement. Go. I know that's not... I, you know, again, I'm not very far into it. I've played a little bit of it. So what is it? it? So it's, it's what's it called? It's it's called Harold. Is is the name of the game? Uh, mm. An interactive period drama. Ah, so that's, okay. that's, that's why he didn't send it to us because he knew we wouldn't go for it. But Stu no, likes wouldn't this go for a, an interactive period drama. Well, I'll, I'll say this about it: it it looks very nice. Yeah, art style is style. Art style is lovely. Looks like it's all hand drawn. Mm. Uh, really lovely. You, you can see they've spent a lot of time on making this game look so really, what's your problem? really good. I didn't say there was yeah, any problem. What's your problem, Shane? Why do you yeah, hate vo- Nick, is, a.k.a. Ron, it's a.k.a. Roy? It's all fully voice acted. So it's completely yeah. fully voice acted. Every character is voice acted. Okay, so I don't have to read. So this why did you yeah. give it a 0 out of 10, read. then? Yeah. not the. It's not the best voice acting in the world. Mm. Right? But it is only a little indie studio, so we can forgive them that. Yeah. You know, slightly a little bit wooden. Slightly. Not not hugely, though. You know, it's not It's not awful. Right. It's not awful. Um and it's interesting so far. So you, you kind of you, you kind of end up on a little ship and he's he's telling a story. He's basically been captured. So you've been captured by this woman. I'm not entirely sure what she is or you know what she's got to do or anything, but you've been captured and she's questioning you and you're telling her the story in flashbacks of what happened to you. Uh-huh. So it's kinda of cool. I like the way it opened and then it's like, you know, and this is what happened and then it obviously cuts to the ship and when you first arrived on board and then it's you just doing the daily sort of grind of working on a ship really you mm-hmm. know and you've got to you take orders you've got to go and fulfill duties if i worked on a you ship i would choose. never take orders batten down that mizzen mast no you do it yeah you can yeah that's that's exactly what i did yeah you know the person who was in charge of me i just told him to get lost I was like, get lost eat my ass 
do my own stuff. Um, that reminds me of the uh, the uh, Eddie Murphy joke where like um, black people always say like if I was a slave, yeah. I would have told them where to do it <laughs> and where to go. And he says, yeah, yeah. The first person off the boat said that, and look what I'm happened to fairly him. Fairly certain that he tried that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's that it's kind of in the you know the vein of Telltale in the way it's sort of animated and you you walk around interact well, with batman's people. in it yeah batman's in it oh cool and everybody's got something to say so yeah yeah it's it's kind of all right it's not if you terrible. Used to compare it to something else you what would you compare it to harold 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 uh harold? I, don't, I don't know what i'd compare it to because it's not like sort of anything it's else like no played. game you've ever played before says Stuart fowler i mean mechanically wise <laughs> it's like a telltale game to me, Although, it, but it looks like it plays out like a, a Phoenix Wright game, you know, the way the characters pop up at the front. Um, because you've got the scene in the back, but then the characters pop up at the front, like a profile. Yeah, yeah, there. and when they, when you, when they talk, they actually are animated in the background as well, so yeah. the lips are moving and all that. So it's very well made. Yeah. It is very well made, but I'm, I'm just... So why do you hate it? Story. I don't hate it. Yeah, why do you hate it, Jim? <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, it looks okay and it, it plays okay and uh, you know like I say I'm only very just started here I'm probably about half an hour 40 minutes in yeah. so there's probably a lot to go yet you know yeah. and there's two parts and the other two are coming so I'll report back as I get further into it you do that I will do and then the final thing I played was a recommendation by Jason <laughs> which is called <laughs> Which is called Dandy Dungeon. Oh, okay. And this is a handheld RPG puzzle game. Okay. okay. For what platform? Any kind of thing. Uh, it's on iOS and also on Android, so it's available on both platforms. And yes. it's it's what a freemium game. You know, mm-hmm. sort of install and play it, yes. so you don't have to pay up front, as it were. Uh, but I haven't come across. A point yet where I've had to buy anything with real cash, so that's always good. Yeah, and I've been playing it for quite a while now. I've probably put in, you know, a few hours while Kay's watching someone on the telly that I don't want to watch. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of cool. You've got to, you know, like the dungeons. Of, it's all automatic, uh, sort of combat. You know, it, it comes up to an enemy and it just does it, and you've just got to interact by giving them health or casting spells. Uh, which you pick up in the in the dungeons as you go along. So anything, it's it's kind of a a roguelike because you keep anything you get you keep, but then obviously you start at level one again when you start going through the set. If you go through the same set of dungeons, you always start at level one, and okay. then it levels up as you go through them. And it's quite it's it's got quite an interesting and cool meta story. So you're you're basically uh, a computer programmer who jacks his job in. And wants to make his own game at home instead. Okay. And as you go along, he keeps adding in extra features, and you're like the one testing it out for him. Gotcha. So you're like you're debugging his game. So every time he adds in a new feature, you play and play through a dungeon again for him to see if it works. Interesting. So it's it's kind of a cool little meta thing that's going on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's pretty it's a cool little game. Give it a go. Dun- Dandy Dungeon. It's free to play. So. Mm, so you got nothing to lose, to lose people. You got nothing to lose. Yeah. Get it played on, you know, iOS or Android on a on a tablet or whatever. Yeah, make it happen. So there you go. Yeah, make it happen. So that's kind of it for me this week. So yeah, I've been playing 
a bit of Horizon. Not enough. Not enough, really. I only got it yesterday, so, yeah. I'm sorry if I sound a bit down on it. You know, I don't want to sound, like, too negative. No, I just understand you hate Harold. That's the main takeaway here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You want the developer to catch a disease. Not die, but just be sick. But, yeah, it's very kind of... What did you say those things, Stu? Yeah, I know, yeah, exactly. And you were talking about his grandmother, too. I'm su- I assume you're going to edit that part of the discussion out, because that's just rude. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Especially someone who's very kindly sent me one, you know. Shouldn't have said that sent thing. me a code and all that. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for me. So, uh, yeah, shall we move on to you, Duke? Yes, we shall move on to me, because I have been playing video games. And mm. the number one game I've been playing is Rocket League, because... Yeah. It's awesome, and I'm back down to Challenger 1, actually. I was bragging about Challenger 3 last time, and now I'm back to Challenger 1. But it's still an awesome game, and I'm doing, I think I'm doing a little better each time with the notion of, like, you know what? I, I messed up last game, but it's okay. I can, Or I messed up last play. I can do better this time. It, it has to do with the stories that we tell ourselves. I think I'm going to write something for the site soon about that. But anyway, I don't have too much to say about that. Last time, we talked about the beta for Wildlands, because the new Ghost Recon game is coming out this week, actually, two days from now. And it put me in the mood for one of those kind of open-world, shoot-em-up, raid-the-base type games. So I went back to Metal Gear Solid Five because that was the one I had played the most recently. And that's a huge install, of course. It's like 35 gigabytes. So I set it up overnight to load in again. And then I went back to it. And that is such a stealth game. Oh, yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five is through and through a stealth game. And it always has been. It's it always like has it been, be right. A, but yeah, And so it's my bad for not thinking of it as a stealth game. Because I thought of it as like an action game. And, you know, you tag people and you deal with people. Because Wildlands is not really a stealth game. It's an action game. So I went back to Metal Gear Solid 5 looking for the same thing I had gotten from Wildlands to, to scratch that itch until it came out and maybe until it went on sale. But Metal Gear Solid 5 isn't that kind of game. And for so, for instance, I did this one mission where I was supposed to get a prisoner that these people had taken, and I must have looked around the camp for like 20 minutes, and there's this huge base that I couldn't get into because the doors were locked. And I assumed it was because I had triggered an alarm or something. Nope. The guy was just out underneath a canvas tent. And I was just too stupid looking around trying to get in the base in order to... I should have been looking around on the ground to see where is a guy tied up. So, that was stupid of me. But then, I did this other mission. It was a story mission. And there's this helicopter flying around. And as soon as I killed one person... Because you know, your suppressor wears off after like 10 shots for whatever reason... That was stupid. And then the helicopter's like, we know where he is. And it was like, just taking me out, taking me out. And I was like, ah, I don't need this. So I uninstalled it. (laughs) So you lasted a long time then. I lasted a very long time. I thought you was liking this game. I do like it in general, but it it was such a disconnect between what I was hoping for and what I got. Mm. So if I remember that it was what you wanted to play at the time. Exactly. So, well, didn't you put a lot of hours into this when you first I did put it? a lot of hours into it because I really got into the stealth aspects. But here's the thing. The more high stakes the stealth is, the more frustrating it is for me, and therefore the less I enjoy it. So, you know, at a certain point for most of these missions, 
you get seen, whatever, you just plow down the enemy, right? But as soon as this helicopter's, you know, circling over the camp, and then a tank showed up, I was like, what am I supposed to do now? I don't know. Exactly. Don't know. So I was just like, <laughs> I don't, blow I don't the know. Tank? Yeah, or blow it up. Well, I didn't have anything to blow it up with. I guess I maybe did. I don't. With that was the other thing. Mind. Right. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. There, was, there were so many things I couldn't remember about, like how to tell quiet to attack people, and and you know which buttons did what, and you know. Th- so it took me a while to readjust. And maybe if I went back into it, I could be like, oh yeah, I can drop an airstrike on the tank or whatever. I should do that. Or maybe I could find some way to take the helicopter down. But you know, at the time I was like, nope, I'm done. So I uninstalled it, and I decided it was time for Far Cry 4. Because I had bought this a while ago on on a summer sale or something like that, and oh, never installed it. What's that? Was you drunk? I was very very drunk and high on meth and ayahuasca, what? so oh. it's not my fault. Um, but yeah, so um, I'm playing Far Cry Four, and it's really good. It's just like Far it's Cry really Three, good. except it's, it's in good. India instead of. Brazil or wherever Far Cry. Have you uh, have you started the Golden Path? I have. Yeah. Every time somebody says Golden Path, I think of Chinny's, uh, yes, version of that. And it's interesting because you're you're actually a child of India. You're not this you know gringo who was on vacation and now you've become a super soldier. Instead, you're an American guy of Indian descent who goes back to India, and it's about the identity of you know you split because you're a Desi, but you're American. I guess you weren't American born, but um, anyway, you're kind of an ABCD. Um, yeah. And you know the 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 guns are great. It's such an engrossing game. The thing, as I've said before, the thing I love most about the Far Cry games, going back to Far Cry 2, is that like when you get in a car, you don't just get in the car. Like it show, it's a very fluid movement, and it feels you know it feels very engrossing. Um, you never leave the first person perspective. Yeah, do you? and you never you never need to. You never really want to. The the mm. hiding works well. Um, you know, it does cover, but it's not locking you into cover, which is very nice. Um, yep. I think, well, the setup is better than three. So we talked about that. Um, so three, the three, the setup was your, you just parachute in with your dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you're and you're having kidnapped. a party and then shit gets, and then the up. savage locals take you hostage. Yeah. Um, I, w- I will say this at the outset of the game, we need skippable company logos as soon as you start the game. I mean, your first time through, okay, it's not a big deal, but God, I hate it when you you start a game up for the tenth time and it makes you watch the goddamn Nvidia logo again. This, like, I don't this need to is see where that. I can chip in with my console peasantry and say I very rarely see a game start up anymore. Oh, because you have the pause function, huh? You just yeah. I just close it and then yeah. the game is exactly where oh, I left pretty it cool. when I came back. Yeah, we should be the there. PS4, man. Yeah, so well, good. fair enough. Anyway, uh, so the fuck villain. You PC gamers. Fuck yeah, you PC fuck you. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you fuck know what? Our graphics are better, game. or they would be for me if I had a better system. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the villain yeah, in this. Yeah, that doesn't work. 
the villain in this game is actually pretty cool. I, I think it's funny. Uh, there's a part at the beginning where That's he, right. you know, he's murdering people around you, but he's like, you have to try the crab rangoon. They're delicious. And then when you escape, he, I guess he calls you or something. He's communicating to you on a radio, and he goes. Look, I'm sorry about the crab rangoon. I know it's not everybody's taste, but I had the chef killed. So, like, so oh, he's, he's very, very good uh, enemy. It's voiced yeah. by Mr. Baker. Troy oh, Baker. okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so I, I thought that was good. I, you know, he's clearly an evil person, and his henchmen, including someone named Dupleur, which means of the crying in French. Um, yeah, you know, you can tell they're pure evil, which is fine. But I have a uh, feeling there's something about know? the golden path we're not being told, man. Did Did you know that you can finish the game in 15 minutes? Do you know, remember that? I did bit? not know mm-hmm. that. So at the start of the game, uh, he says, "Just sit down, and I'll be back in 15 minutes." Oh, interesting. If you wait, if you it'll finish the game. Wait, finishes the game. Interesting. How about that? Um, on my second playthrough, I'll have to do that. Do it. The so there's lots of different vehicles and they keep adding things to it. So in this game you have like jet skis and motorboats and yeah. um, there's also What's this the little, little helicopter thing. The, right, I was just gonna say the little tiny helicopter is awesome. Yeah. Every yeah. open world game needs one of those. You just get in. And you can go up, down, left, right. It's three dimensions and it's so nice because especially when you get in a car and it's like 200 kilometers and you're like, oh, sweet, I'm already there. But then you have to go around and around mountains and over bridges and stuff. And you're like, this is taking forever. With this little thing, you just go up and you're there. Now, okay, we're back in the board mate. We're back in the board meeting now. Right, we're working on Far Cry. We need some sound effects for this gyrocopter. <laughs> okay. Um, how are. about this one? I thought, I thought we fired this guy. Like, <laughs> why is he using level? All right, I got a different sound effect for the helicopter. You ready? Again, I th- wrong topic. We're looking for a helicopter. Um, what about aircraft. this? Love it. Print it. Done. <laughs> um, the other nice feature they have is the auto drive function, which is not in any previous Far Cry game, and it really helps because. If you what it allows you, it's much easier to shoot other people while you're driving. Now they did have this in, I guess, GTA or Saints Row, or I know there's one of those games that Saints, had it. Saints Row had an auto driving yeah. function, yeah. which is nice because then you don't have to worry about trying to do two things at once. Although in a way, it's more satisfying if you can pull off a drive-by shooting without auto drive. But yeah, I actually because sometimes it'll set up a. Um, you know, like a random mission right as you're driving around, it'll suddenly put like a courier in front of you and then something just pops up. It says, hey, kill the courier, you know, get karma, etc., etc." And suddenly it's like, oh God, I guess I got to do this mission now. And I did it and I, I just barely caught sight of him before he drove past and I fired off one shot and I managed to get a headshot. And I was like, ah! That's the greatest shot I've ever had. Oh, my God. So that felt pretty good. Did you save that clip? I should have, but I don't have that ability on my PC. Oh, you go. Oh, consoles. Console If you master. have the NVIDIA thing, you can do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me say this. Listen, game developers, you got to stop pretending that I've learned a character's name the minute I meet them, okay? Yeah, I have a yeah, bad yeah, memory for yeah. names in general, but when you have a game that's like, okay, 
I, I don't remember their names. Amitab and Paraj. And and, and 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 it's like pick one or the other to go with. And I'm like, I don't know who's who because I just saw them arguing and I'm like, it's the guy or the girl. I don't know which one I'm supposed to. I mean, I know I want to go with the girl, but I don't remember her name. So it's funny you say that when I've been playing Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, but but you don't have to like make. I guess you do at the beginning of the game. You have to make a decision who you're going to go with. So anyway. Well, no, you say it's not that. It's like, oh, remember when we met at the fling flock the door? Oh right, yeah. (laughs) What? I don't know you. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So two things I will say. First of all, having come off of Metal Gear Solid Five because I was not looking for a stealth game, there are some missions in this game where it's not just that if you get seen you're going to get shot at by 20 people there mm. are missions where as soon as you get seen uh, it's mission over mission over. Oh, and i'm like that. oh it sucks because i was getting down to it like i'd take out three of the four guys and i'm ready to kill the last dude and it's just, and i'm like okay i don't need to worry about stealth oh you got seen i'm like i'm gonna look if the, if the mission was don't let there be any witnesses okay that would be fine right because i know you don't let witnesses escape um, if the mission was, you know, don't let them make a cell phone call because then they'll get, you know, reinforcements or whatever. That would make sense. But it doesn't make sense to be like, don't get seen at all. Well, that that's an Assassin's Creed cast off, isn't it? Because that used to happen a yeah, lot. Yeah, and I hated game. it then too. I'm just not good at stealth, so I don't like it when I have to do stealth. So whatever. Mm. Anyway, the other thing I have to say about this game is, uh. There are these Himalayan missions. Chinny, I don't know if you remember these. Did you play this game, Stu? Uh, no. Chinny, you remember uh, the Himalayan I missions? I played a little bit of it, but yeah. not... Remind I mean, me. So, there's this one mission, and there may be more, but... Because it's a big... It seems like a big part of the map that I just used for this one mission. Um, okay. You go to... It's for the crazy religious arms dealer, dude. And okay. he, he wants you to go find these boxes that were in a downed helicopter. So you have to go with a Sherpa and then you basically it fades to black and then it comes up again in this new area. And you only right. have this one yeah. mission. It's snowing everywhere. So visibility uh-huh. is limited. You can't breathe very well. So you have to keep finding oxygen capsules. Yes, I do remember that. And yes. then that's not enough. There's, you know, lions and bears and shit climbing all over you. And that's living where they were supposed to. Yeah, exactly. And that's annoying in the game in general. You know, you're trying to sneak up on people and suddenly, and I'm just like, damn it, get off me. I remember that happened to me in uh, Red Dead Redemption, where I was like sneaking up on these guys. Yeah. And then just this fucking like cougar just attacked me. And (laughs) And she was like, hey, let me buy you a drink. Get it, cougar. (laughs) Hey, baby. (laughs) I got four kids and a bank balance. Uh, No. I don't know. It's it's kind of funny when that happens, though, because it, yeah. you know it's 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 just one it's of those one of, things where the game random, didn't totally plan it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The, the world is real because it's filled with things that can kill you. Um, and I never remember to buy health injectors, so it's all the time. Can, can, you, know, can you craft them? Do you craft them or do? You yeah, them? I, I haven't really been bothering with the crafting. So again, like I should buy them. I should get the ingredients to craft them, but. I just haven't been messing with it. Because the other thing is, I'm always like, eh, I can heal myself without them, but it takes forever to heal yourself without yeah. them. So oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I don't need it. And then I'm like, duh, I need some of those health things. So someday I'll get smarter when I'm playing this game. Um, but the guns are I'm great. Watching the ga- I'm watching the gameplay of this, Duke. And I mean, I've been playing a lot of games that don't really involve guns yeah. lately. 
and it just makes me really want to play a game with guns in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just, oh man, I miss guns. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, and the guns are great. The, the one thing that is annoying is, you know, they've really limited the kinds of guns. I guess it was probably limited in Far Cry 3, but my main memories of that game are at the end when I had all the cool stuff. So, for instance, the thing with the stealth uh, mission, I didn't have a gun with a silencer. And in no. fact, you can't buy one for a while. And some can, of the can, guns... Can you use, like, knives and stuff? Or well, is, yeah, or but I'm not... I'm, what do I look like? I'm seven? I don't know why I would be seven using a knife. I don't know. Stabbing people in the face at seven. Is <laughs> you didn't do that you when you were seven? Hey, you, you, did you go around Florida? Exactly. <laughs> Zing. Um, so anyway, whatever. Like, but it, it just if, if they've got two menus to buy guns, and one is the regular gun buying menu, and one is the special guns. And a lot of guns you can't put a sight or a suppressor on, which is stupid to me. But whatever. It is what it is. I finally have a gun with a suppressor, and I got a decent sniper rifle now. So I'm, I'm feeling like a badass, you know? And it's that thing of, like, the reason Far Cry 3 and 4 are awesome is because, well, one of the many reasons is, you know, you come up on a compound, and you're like, oh, man, they have no idea what's about to happen. You're tagging people. You're like, where is the, you know, the tiger in the cage? Where is the call box? And the, once you get it all figured out, it's just like, bam, take out the call box, boom, let the tiger out, throw, and the, and they, you have that thing in this game where you can throw the bait, and then more monsters will jump in and go after the dudes. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. But I am getting I, to the... I played a lot of this in co-op, Duke. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun in co-op. I'll bet. Do you, how do you like the, uh, the gliding thing? Um, I haven't really done much of that. The wingsuit, you mean? Yes, the wingsuit. I yeah. only used it twice so far. And the first time I used it, I didn't I didn't realize what the um I got the buttons mixed up. So I was gliding and it was great because I had to come down from this mountain. I was like, "Yeah." And then I in order to, you know, basically land, you're supposed to hit the control button. But I was used to thinking that space was land. So I hit space and I guess that's jump, which when you're in the wingsuit means just stop using the wingsuit now. So I was still up too high and I'm dead. <laughs> so I was like, "Whoops." Did it wasn't this the game where with the wingsuit you you could sort of fall about 15 feet and die or something? That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, just like just take off and land almost instantly and you're dead. <laughs> yeah. But it's just really a good game. I, I'm liking it a lot, and uh, yeah, it's a big open world. The one thing that is kind of annoying so far is that there are these bigger compounds, like the one owned by Le Pleur, and it says very hard. Play in co-op to even the odds, or to def- finish more of the story missions. And so I'm like, all right, I guess I'll do that. Like it feels, you know, I've cleared most of the map near that area, and I feel like I'm ready to take it on, but I'm not because I haven't, you know, reduced the difficulty, I guess, by doing enough story missions. But whatever, it's a pretty minor gripe. And like I said, I'm having a lot of fun with it. So big thumbs up for Far Cry 4. Yeah. There you go. Uh, something I should have mentioned earlier about Mention it now. Zero. I know Horizon Zero Dawn, which I didn't, is it's very impressive that Guerrilla Games has made this off the back of mainly making first-person shooters. What else have they made? Sort of. uh, mainly. The, uh, what's it called? Killzone. Oh, yeah, oh, the, all right. the Killzone series. Yeah. So to go from sort of making Killzone, which is you know pretty much on the... I, I, don't, I don't know what else they've made, whether they've made anything outside of that, really. I think Chinny will have but answers for us in a moment. It sounds like he's looking them I, up. It probably is. Uh, but to make a massive open world game is is pretty impressive. 
you know, yeah. to go from sort of always first person shooters to something completely different for them. Sure. Yeah. You know, not totally different in the scheme of video games, but certainly different from from their perspective. Right. So there you go. There you there go. You so, go. Yeah, big, uh, they made a game in 2004 called Shellshock Nam 67. Mm-hmm. Never PlayStation heard. 2, Xbox and Windows, and then they made Killzone. Kills on Liberation, Kills on Two, Kills on Three, Kills on Shadowfall, and then Horizon Zero Dawn. There you go. So it is pretty impressive to to do something completely different, you know, to me. And I I think that's possibly why there's a lot of influences from a lot of other open world games within it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've talked about the game already. Anyway, done. (laughs) Right, Chinny, over to you. How dare you? Still playing Skyrim? Yay! Yay. We're doing that thing. I have, to, I have to write down what I do now in Skyrim because I forget. Uh, oh, yeah. The game's so forgettable, dude. No, um, yeah, I just forget. Like when, you, when it comes to the show, the last like two or three weeks, when I go, right, well, let's talk about Skyrim, and I just completely forgot what I've done in it. I killed some so things we... with a sword. I don't know. Yeah, Pretty cast much. a spell. Fire shooted out of my hands. Pretty much. Uh, so this dick. is. So I've been. I'm a dick, and so I I've been doing <laughs> uh, Dark Brotherhood stuff. Yeah. So I went into the Dark Brotherhood, and I think I talked about that last week. You did. Uh, and um, you I mentioned that more the, the hideout dark, is a shithole. Dark Brotherhood stuff. And uh, so I went in there, and they, they gave me like an, a, a mission to sort of. I had to follow a dude. Like I, I stole. Um, I don't know what was going on, right? But for some reason. He found it upon himself to tour like three or four towns, <laughs> and he just keeps wandering around these yeah. three or four towns. Oh right, he does a circuit of those towns, and you have to meet him when he shows up That's in right. one or the other. So like, you, an optional quest on this quest line is to s- steal his schedule yeah. from from his house. Yeah, or, he has to check the on the troops. House. He's one of General Tullius's so men. So I went in. Uh, See, so you got all that. I didn't. Right, I was like, why is this guy walking around all the time? <laughs> God, he must be tired. Um, so do you think that? Do you th- sorry? Do you think that about postmen when they come around to a house? Why do you keep going to that house every day? Yeah, no, but look, at least they're carrying stuff and delivering stuff. Like I don't know what this guy is. Just you don't know that he's not walking. delivering stuff. He might have something in his pants. What is he doing? <laughs> he's delivering stuff to the ladies. A special delivery. Now, yeah, that's What's right. What's he supposed to be doing? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> he's like checking on people. He's like a military he's- dude. Okay. He's, so he's making the rounds, I, I checking to, on the bases. I go into his place, his outpost. Yes. And um, I steal the schedule, but there's a guy in there, so I had to shoot him in the face. And I ah, wasn't very proud of it. Take that guy it, in the face. But I did it. Um, so I, I got the schedule, and then I kept on like missing him. Like I was like, right, he's going to solitude, got a solitude. He's oh, he's fucked off. Like, all right, okay. <laughs> and then on the map at one point, he was just in the middle of the fucking river. I'm like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> he went for a swim. Him. He gets tired out yeah. doing all the checking in on military Not stuff. Surprised. He wants to just enjoy some nature. A, a, a triathlon around the <laughs> lands of Skyrim. Anyway, so I go to Windhelm and I wait for him in Windhelm, and then for some reason he just never went in. He just walked <laughs> up to it and then walked off. Okay. You know what? I Great. decided I'm not going to check on these guys this week. They're probably fine. <laughs> He's just dodging me. He's just dodging. <laughs> so then I get to um, uh, Whiterun. So Whiterun's sort of my hometown in the game, and he comes out of the Dragon's Reach, which is the sort of Earl's. Listen to me. I'm saying all these stupid words. Um, Dragon's Reach. Uh, so anyway, he comes out, and there's not really an an opportune time to kill him because there's lots of witnesses and stuff. Yes. So I managed to find a window where I could shoot him in the head with an arrow. Ah. Right. 
this doesn't kill him straight away. But for some reason, he didn't really know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard something. All right. With the arrow like, oh, sticking out of his must head. Be the, must be the wind, you know, with an arrow <laughs> sticking out of his head. And uh, Lydia, who's with me, uh, decided to... <laughs> oh, it's in. on now! Let's, let's do this! So Lydia is attacked. This, is this what we're actually watching at the moment, you doing this? This is me sk- nicking the schedule. The schedule. Know, yeah, the because it's right like you shot the dude in the face. And then he just stood up like nothing had happened. Yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of Skyrim is. So anyway, <laughs> this guy that I'm trying to assassinate, I shoot him in the head, uh, and he goes, "Huh, must have been the wind or whatever." And then <laughs> with Lydia, the arrow sticking out of his head, Lydia just gets a sword out and goes, "It's on, motherfuckers!" <laughs> All right. So she starts hitting him, and then to the townspeople, the story is just like, "Why is that?" Poor lady getting hit by that man with an arrow sticking out of his head. That is outrageous. So they all chip in, right? And um, so basically the whole town is against this guy. Right? And they just started whacking him. That's one way uh, to assassinate all I, him. All I had to do was when he was down, because when he was down, it was like the la- like last bit of life stew. So he's just down, but they won't finish him for some reason. I don't know why. Um, right. uh, They're so not I murderers. To, Come on. So, so I have to just give him the last whack just to make sure he's dead. And everybody around me is like, yeah, yeah good one. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> show him, uh, prick. So that was how I killed him. Um, and you have to kill him in a busy town because of, I don't know. Uh, and then you plant a letter on him. Because of I, course you would. If you were an assassin, you'd always kill someone in a very busy town. You have to plant a letter on him, which makes him look like he's killing somebody else. So you frame him basically, and if you plant, if you kill him in a big town, he gets found. He's more likely to be found. Yeah, found quicker. Exactly. So I must say that you, that thing in Skyrim where, and it happens in Fallout too, where if you commit some sort of violence in a city, everyone starts bum rushing you and taking you on. I don't think that would happen in a lot of cities. You know, well, you that's take, not true. You because take someone's purse and it's like, hey, everyone, let's get him. I had. Uh, see, this on the video now. I shot someone in the back of the head, and I didn't want it to look like murder, so I put a lot of alcohol around bottles around him, to, <laughs> so it looked like he got pissed nice. and died of alcohol poisoning. Anyway, talking about that, how everybody in the tank goes ape shit. I had a mission for the Dark Brotherhood where I had to go to a wedding, oh, and I that's had a to, good one. for some reason, I don't really question it to be honest, um, but they said, "Can you shoot an arrow in the bride's face during the most precious moment of her life?" And I go, fine, no problem. Uh, no, anything else? No big deal. Anything, anything, yeah, anything else? you want me to piss on her? Um, so, so naturally, I, um, I contemplated, you know, is this the right thing to do? Laughed and then did it. Oh, I want to point out on the screen right now is a guy chopping wood without wood or an axe. So that's good. <laughs> nice. So, so I'm at this wedding. I shoot this woman in the face uh, while she's presenting like you know addressing the crowd and a few people sort of go you know like why why did you do that so a few people you know like oh you can't do that and i ran off and i went around the corner and no one give a fuck really <laughs> uh and then i ran out of the town and and that was that no one really cared i got away with it it was fine so that was that then uh there's a chap called cicero in the dark brotherhood and oh, he's uh cicero. he's a uh, he's quite a a uh, jolly fellow yes let's say. And he, he's a bit weird. And had you, sorry, had talk, you met him before you got to the Dark Brother? Yeah, he, he okay. was talking to a coffin when I met yes. him. So that's always a good start point on a relationship. Yes. Um, so I was always 
I was already thinking he was off kilter anyway. Oh, yes! Uh, <laughs> yes, the kindly stranger can certainly help. That's the one. Um, and Yeah, so Cicero is a bit weird, and he talks to like dead people in coffins and stuff. And he stabs someone and then runs away. So then you go and find him, and he's talking to you. This is the, For some reason, he talks to you in a very large dungeon, even though he's in one room at the back. <laughs> and I don't know how he does that whether he's installed some sort of microphone system in the in the dungeon or he's adjusted the acoustics very well. But By the way, it. spoilers uh, for the Dark Brotherhood questline. Oh, yeah. Uh, spoilers for a game that came out six years ago. But <laughs> um, if you got the revamped version, it didn't. Well. Anyway, go on. You're anyway, talking to Cicero. It, I don't really he's know. He's talking to you. On. Anyway, I took, so I, I killed Cicero. You can let him live or kill him. I killed him because he was a prick. Yes. Um, that is the correct so I answer. I killed him. And um, then I went back and I went, yeah, he's dead. What go on now? Uh, and they went, I don't know. Let's kill the emperor or whatever. So I, I, I had to go to a party. I went to a party. Yeah. I had to pose as the gourmet and I had to kill the real gourmet and put him in the water. And then um, yeah. I poisoned the dude and then it wasn't the real dude and the real dude showed up and went ha 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 you thought that was me but you i'm totally my decoy that was my decoy lols uh <laughs> Le Mayo. and then he um he says it was all a ploy one of your dark brotherhood people set you up fuck you so uh, i got out of that and then uh, i went back and the dark brotherhood is fucked like everything's on fire yeah it's all fucked uh and the person that um, uh, sort of grassed, grassed us up. She's sort of, let's just say she had a really good tan in the fire. <laughs> Her name was Astrid. And Fucking Astrid. Astrid. Yeah. God damn. Uh, and she, um, she says, you've got to, you've got to finish me off using this particular blade. And I went, oh no, this is a really, whatever. Uh, I'm bored, so I killed her. See, I had all <laughs> the feels did in you, that you, moment. Did, did you use the particular blade, or did you I just did. kill her in... Oh, you did. I think you have yeah, to. I'm, you know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So I did that, and then this other guy was like, well, that's the Dark Brotherhood done, and I went, nah, we can still kill that Emperor or whatever. And he was like, really? And then... Sorry, did I'm you at. have the hiding in the coffin moment already? Or is that after that? Uh, yeah, no, that's when the whole thing's burning down, and, and the... Right. By the way, the, there's a corpse in a coffin, and yes, it goes... the Night Mother... <laughs> Stu the knows Night the Night Mother. Right. That's from Oblivion, too. You remember the Night Mother in Oblivion, Stu? You pray at the statue? Yes, isn't that, when isn't the that you get the, un, the Unbreakable Skeleton key? Off, ah, I don't know when you quest. get the goddamn Unbreakable Skeleton key. Someday you'll talk ah. about Oblivion without talking about that goddamn Skeleton key. So I'm <laughs> actually gonna, anyway, uh, no, so, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, uh, I when I played Skyrim that. for the very first time, Chinny, uh, that scene happened when you're supposed to get in the coffin, right? Yeah, and it all goes dark, but you still hear some things for a while, Correct. and then Correct. eventually people open the coffin. That's right. The game froze while everything was dark. Yes. But I didn't <laughs> realize it had frozen. I thought it was just a really long cutscene. They're cut really scene. committed to this uh, <laughs> cinematic yeah, moment. How long do they want me to wait? Wow, this is intense. So yeah, it was just it was one of those moments where I was like, oh wait, I think it's frozen, but like I must have been looking at it for like two minutes. It's in, well, they're really doing this in real time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So you're hiding the coffin to escape the fire. Anyway, yeah. that's that done. I did a little bit more of the main quest, but not really. I sort of just 
spoke to a woman and she went, we got to go here. And I went, all right. And that was that. So you still um, haven't gone to the um, Thalmor embassy then, huh? No, no, there's a big so. party you'll go to after changing clothes, but I don't think you've done oh, it yet. I was, I was, maybe I've done that. Oh yes, Sounds I've done that. Oh okay. Sounds where you saved the prisoner. I went. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, I went to. Yeah, I went to a thing. Um, oh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. She wants you to go to the temple with the blades. Maybe. Probably, but yeah, I went. I went to a thing. I had to give up all my stuff. Yeah. 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 I did yeah. That okay. Okay. I had, to, I had to wear some party stuff. Yeah. Party, and then. Um, yeah, I went downstairs, free to dude, and uh, that was that. Yeah, I really struggled with one bit of that part. Actually, well, it's, a, it's uh, tough. Did you try to do it stealthy? Because I always try, but then I always yeah. fuck it up. No, look, there's a bit where you go outside into this sort of square area. Yeah. And they always saw me every there's time. A whole bunch of guards really, and stuff. I don't know how you're supposed to. As soon as they see you, they summon like a big. Um, I don't know how to call, what to call me. Kind of looks like the big marshmallow man. Atronac. Um, yeah, marshmallow man, and they they, <laughs> they summon like a uh, fire bitch, which I call her, and <laughs> it just kicked my ass really, and I, yeah. I was really struggling with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd, it's good. Yeah, Skyrim's good. Yeah, I'm enjoying yeah, it, Skyrim. so I'm still streaming it live. So people want to watch really? me suffer. People, I have to say, YouTube is uh, is doing really well when I stream to YouTube because Twitch, I get my loyal people that come in. You know, so Twitch are always familiar people. I'm really grateful for people that come in on Twitch. I know them, uh, and they always come in here and, and saying hello and how are you getting on and all this. But YouTube is always random people, and mm. I have to say, most of the time they're really nice and uh, they're just fans of the game and they're coming in. And so YouTube seems to do a really good job of um, just finding random. So if you if you if you're a streamer, if you stream a podcast or anything, I recommend streaming to YouTube as well because uh, yeah, it's good. And don't forget um, Beam. Yeah, don't forget Beam, man. <laughs> Most popular thing. Uh, beam. You beam. suck. Fucking Beam. Um, so I did play a game on my Dirty 30. Uh, Skyrim. Uh, no, well, yes. That, technically, that's correct. But another game well, as well. Oh, my goodness. You get a point. So I played another game on my Dirty 30, which is called uh, uh, The Stanley Parable. Oh, yeah. So is, did you have this, or did you use my copy? I bought it. You might have it's on my list. Oh, yeah, but I bought it before ah, that. Fine. I was going to say. So yeah, I thought you meant you just bought it. The whole point of the Dirty Thirty is that the games that you already own. True. 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 Yeah. Come. Okay. Are you done? Okay. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yes, the Stanley Parable, Parable for people that don't know is a game that uh, it had a really good demo from what I heard. And, yes. And Duke and demo you, was awesome. Really enjoyed the sort of idea of the demo and thought that was, hey, that's a cool idea for a game. Can't wait for the game to come out. The game comes out and uh, Stu liked it. Duke didn't I liked like. it. Uh, I don't think it's it fair very... to say I didn't like it. I think it's fair to say... Piece of sh- yeah. Um, and the the game is all about... It's, it's kind of like a parody on games. So it's, it's a meta it's like, game. How do you know you're not a, in a game now, dude? So it's it's doing what like Bioshock did, but like a whole game of it, you know? Um, and like so and, smarmy. Sorry, I'll stop editorializing now. So yeah, let's, let, let's see what you need to yes, do, shall we? So yeah, you know, the game starts off and it's all about, hey, it narrates you and then he starts talking to you and he, he went through the left door and naturally you want to go through the right door and and then that, obviously the game is already um, 
expecting uh, that. thought of that and he says well even though he likes to waste time he went through the right door even to see this fantastic room isn't it brilliant and then once he stopped messing around he goes through the door on the left and then you go carry on and it, it it's a game with multiple choice but then it's also a game that makes you think that what is choice you know is are you in control of what you play and all this um so it's 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 a joke the game's uh, a parody and a joke. Mm-hmm. It's, I would say it's a one-note joke mm-hmm. um, that feels like it gets very played out very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wouldn't Preach. say that it's not clever in certain parts, but it's not. I, I, I just found myself getting very frustrated with it um, because it just... I thought I would like it more than I... I actually did. I was I was up for really. liking this game. You know, I was, and I just felt really unsatisfying. Well, that's because it's uh, because like on. Sorry, it's like on Fight Club when uh, Tyler Durden talks to Jack about being clever. Well, I get it. It's very clever. Thank you. How's that working out for you? What? Being clever. Great. Keep it up, then. There you go. Yeah. Keep it up. It, it, it's uh, it just feels very unsatisfying to me and i suppose that's the point that it's not really supposed to life is unsatisfying end. man yeah and, and but no but it's still unsatisfying though doesn't matter if that's the point it still is unsatisfying if something's meant to be annoying doesn't mean it's less <laughs> annoying it's um, like it's like it's like the lame white guy rapping like that joke was done like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, right? And so now yeah. if somebody makes a video where it's like, I'm a lame white guy, but I'm doing a rap. Like you're still a lame white guy, even if you're doing it ironically. Like it's still a yeah. lame white guy rapping. I saw I saw a, a whole YouTube channel character on that idea. Uh, and I was God. like, this is done. Yeah. Jim Carrey did it. Right. Weird Al did it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's all done. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I feel like that it's – it's it's a it's a one note joke that gets old very quickly. Uh, some clever ideas in there, but I didn't have a great time with it. I just thought it was really flat and a bit frustrating. And I didn't even know that it ended when it ended, and I didn't feel like I was satisfied. And it never really like ends, though, man. There's like a hundred. Yeah, sounds- to be fair, there's about six, six or seven different endings. I don't that's, care. That's because, true. Um, don't you want to go back and experience them all? Yeah. But it says it says stuff. look I don't I don't have no desire to go back and play it again. <laughs> Sorry, um, Stu, but you're in the wrong here because oh, no. two against one. But well, this is how I, this is what I thought of it. This is what I'll end with on the Stanley Parable. Um, take Portal, take out the gameplay, <laughs> and less funny, and you've got the Stanley Parable. You see, more, and more meta. Though, yeah. The thing is though, the demo was very funny. And yes, very well I agree. Done. That's true. It was. And I like the game. I like the game, so that that was fine by me. It didn't. It didn't. But it didn't seem you to bother like me as much as you, you do. Like. I think no, no, that if they, well, here's the thing. Still I, th- like I think. If the, I think the reason the demo worked is because it, it didn't take itself very seriously. And I think that the big problem with Stanley Parable is that it takes itself so seriously. It's so caught up in like. We're going to have some clever jokes, but really it's about how you don't have control of your life and there's things that control. And it's like, who gives a shit? Make some jokes. Be funnier. They, they restrained the humor in order to make some deep philosophical point. There you go. That's how I feel. Excellent. Um, I've also had uh, uh, an urge, uh, an itch 
Ooh. a gaming itch this week. Um, I was listening to uh, uh, our, our friend Antonio, and uh, he was on another show called The Entertainers, which is hosted by Carl and, and, and uh, has Katie on there, and they had Antonio on there. And Antonio is a big player of Overwatch. Yes, he is. And for some reason, I had the urge to play Overwatch. Oh, yeah. And I could not stop thinking about Overwatch. Overwatch! Don't know why. Did you play I, it? I mean, I, I played it before. Yeah. You know, I bought it before. Right. I played it before, and I thought right. it was good before. But for some reason now, I love it. Uh-huh. I just absolutely love it. Cool. And um, I knew it was good. I, like, it's not like I didn't know it was good. Yeah. Uh, the only problem with playing on the Xbox, and I've only, I, I don't really play with anyone. You yeah. know, I play on my own. Right. Um, so I played with IP very briefly. Cool. Uh, and that was good. But um, I don't know. I just, I just really like it. And I, I still haven't played every character. Um, I, I don't really know the characters names that i play it's been a while uh, since i've played it so like i'm on the overwatch subreddit and like they'll talk about characters and i'm like i don't know who that is because <laughs> they yeah, keep adding people yeah. you know uh the, the characters i mean people can um people can uh shout at me through their iphones or whatever uh about these characters but i like the 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 one with the rocket launcher who can float up in the, the oh yeah sky. she's awesome uh she's it's not cool. symmetra no, no, it's Pharaoh. Pharaoh, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. I'd like um, sort of dwarf-looking fellow. Jorn Bjorn. I like him. He's cool. Um, I like the hacker girl. I, I don't think know that's symmetry. I don't know. The one who she makes the portals. Cat. Say again. The one who makes the portals. No. She oh, make portals. the other hacker. Oh, Maybe you mean does. Diva, the one who can rewind time? No. Oh, I don't know. No tracer. She, she hacks yeah, stuff. I anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Whatever. describe what she, she does. What's her yeah. attack like? She she hacks stuff. She has a small machine gun and she hacks things. Hmm. And she's purple. I don't know who that is. Purple. Ah. Yeah, she's a new she's a new. Oh, character. Sombra a, probably. Sombra, that's okay. Sombra. Yeah. yeah, I've yeah. never played her. I've, I don't know any idea about her. I like huh. her. Um, so I play it. as Mercy a lot because. Every time I select a character, the game says, You've got no healers. Yeah, and you're a sucker, so you're like, Okay, I'll do it. That's me so too. Like, but I don't mind playing a healer because, um, you know, you get rewarded really well. See, when I play a healer, I always have to be Lucio because I just like having the area of effect rather than having to actually aim my healing ray at people. I, try, I tried Lucio um, because he rollerblades. Can't stop, thought, won't stop. Um, but oh, I didn't get on with him. I didn't get on with him at all, Lucy. Huh. I didn't, didn't click with him huh? at all. Um, but I enjoy Mercy and I enjoy Pharaoh. Is that her name? Pharaoh. 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 Yeah. Uh, I enjoy those two characters the most. I like the Widowmaker. Widowmaker's character. awesome. I like the fact that Widowmaker has a assault rifle that becomes a sniper rifle. That's so yeah, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so clever. Yeah. Um, and her grapple hook is really cool, too. Her grapple hook is very useful. Yeah, yeah so I'm still... I'm still getting used to it, and I'm, yeah. I, I try different characters now and again. Yeah. Um, uh, but I don't know. I feel like I'm torn between torn. I'm torn, torn Bjorn, between um, trying new char- characters and yeah. mastering the ones that I like. Right. So I don't know which. Sometimes I just don't know which one to do. Yeah, I think um, I generally take the approach of like I'm gonna master somebody, and then when I get bored, then I'll try a new one. Yeah, I think that's what I've been doing. Um, 
I need to. Uh, the, the only tank I'm at all competent with is Reinhardt, and that's because he has a big shield. So I'll just hold the shield up, and then people will yes. sit behind me and shoot. And I'm like, hey, I'm being useful to the team, I guess. The, <laughs> the amount of times I've gone into battle, like, I, I actually, once I just ran in so quick, and Reinhardt just charged right into me. Yeah. And I was like, why? It's like. There's like three other characters that are way bigger than me. <laughs> right. And like it just always seems to find me. I don't know. Well, why. that's the thing too uh, is that it's such it's so important to be able to play the other team. You have to look at who the enemies on the other team are because for instance, yeah. I love being Bastion. I'll jump in with my huge gun. But if you've got a Genji on the other team, I, I will still fire at him. I, I I never learn. At no point will I go, I'd better not fire at him because he'll just reflect the bullets back at me. Nope. Eventually he'll get tired and put his sword down. And then he just boop, yeah. boop, boop, I'm dead. It's yeah, so Yeah, I haven't stupid. got good at that yet. I mean, yeah. I, I like that kind of paper rocks a system from mm-hmm. Halo Wars uh, and stuff. So, um, yeah, I've been playing Halo Overwatch. Uh, I should also mention that I've been playing Halo Wars 2 Ooh. a little bit. A little bit. Not ready to talk about it yet, though. I've only okay. played two, uh, okay. two matches, so I haven't got a fair grasp. So far, it's Halo Wars. Uh, it seems like it's the same sort of stuff. Um, but me and Matt... Um, my Halo Wars partner uh, had one game, and it didn't go very well. Uh-oh. But the way you, not because we hated the game, it's because we didn't know what we was doing. Well, it's right. not there's there's not really a tutorial for the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I suppose the, t- the tutorial is the single player. Right. So we, um, you know, the way you make tanks is different from Halo One. The way mm-hmm. the currency works is is different from Halo. So me and Matt were just a mess. Yeah. Uh, and we got slaughtered, but you know we, we, we're confident that we're going to pick it up. We just it happens. The That's time. Indeed. So uh, yeah, I've not had a chance to sort of get right into it, but it looks so like you don't have a good. review noise yet. No, no, yeah, I, I, no, but it, it feels like Halo Wars. Gotcha. That says anything. And that's me. There you go. Well, I'll be honest. We've spent a lot of time talking about stuff we've been playing, so we, have. we haven't got a lot of time for news. News shall we do shall we do super quick news yeah super quick this week super quick news just one it. sec i've just got to eat something one sec okay oh oh my god oh what what's sorry. the taste like oh god i was sorry i was just eating a, a nintendo switch game oh i heard those are really <laughs> oh, tasty yeah. and uh it wasn't very nice that's right uh, nintendo admits that they have made nintendo switch cartridges taste disgusting to prevent Stupid people putting them in their mouths. You Mainly kids children. today reading Nintendo children. What are children? Stupid people. The reason I uh, found out about this is because somebody asked on the subreddit out of the loop, why are there videos of people licking Nintendo Switch cartridges? And apparently it's because of the bitterness, which people didn't believe in. And so you have this phenomenon of streamers and Twitchers and YouTubers licking, licking their cartridges. Yeah, And indeed. they all say the but same thing. Be- yep, it tastes nasty. So in the in the it's the new ice bucket news, challenge. Nintendo confirms that you can't switch save data, so you can't transfer your save data from one console to another. Uh, it's saved internally on the console. So fuck you. Yeah, you can't, it can't even just move it onto the SD card and still use no, it with that console. Can't do that. Why is that an issue? Why? Who cares? Why does that? Because I'm, I suppose if you. Buy a new console. If you lose your console, if you uh, yeah, get break. Right. No, that's true. That, that. That's fair enough. Okay. I just hadn't remember hearing uh, anything about that with like Xbox. 
Well, to, to transfer saves on the, it's all, all your saves on the Xbox are in the cloud now. So oh, every the save that you, Switch you've got doesn't on a hard do that at all. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So if I switch on another my account on another Xbox, it'll just mm. wow. How how modern thinking is that? I mean, surely the latest console would have that feature. That's right? pretty dumb. Yeah. Well, it's, I, I'm, I'm, to be honest, people seem surprised. It's Nintendo. I'm never really surprised that they're backwards. Yeah. Uh, There's been some Joy-Con connectivity um, uh, with the left Joy-Con. So apparently the left Joy-Con disconnects quite a lot. And for those who and know, the Joy-Con is the controller for the Switch. The little controllers for the Switch, yeah. yeah. And they, their advice is a bit weird because, I mean, what what do it's you have around is. your console, Duke? Do you have... Doritos. What do you have? A Mountain Dew containers. Um, dental floss. Toothpicks. Do you have, do you have wires? Uh, yeah. Do you have wireless devices? Yeah. Do you have a TV? Yeah. These are the things that they said that you can't have by <laughs> the Switch. Uh, you don't have them too close. Also, wow, that's also you don't have any aquariums around. Aquariums. Uh, no, I do not. Well, they've also said don't have an aquarium around. What the there, fuck just is an case. aquarium going to do for a controller? Which is really inconvenient for me because I have a 20-foot aquarium <laughs> you actually, in this room. You actually play inside the aquarium, don't you? <laughs> yes, Apparently. that's true. Um, so uh, also, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, PlayStation Plus lineup for March is Tear Away Unfolded, which is a very good game by Media Molecule. Um, Disc Jam Headline. I'm no clue what that or is. Was it Disc Jam? Disc Jam? I don't know what that is. Yeah, I think they were writing up the story and they had a problem with their disc drive and they just had eh, disc, disc Jam. Uh, I suppose one of the other biggest news of the of the week, apart from the whole Switch thing, which is obviously a big deal, uh, but um, Microsoft unveils uh, a ten dollar a month gaming subscription. So it gives you uh, access to a library of games for ten dollars a month, very much like a Netflix. But you don't stream them, I believe. You just download. No, you them. just download them. Now, um, does you get the... to have them forever, or does it only stay on your? As account? long as you pay ten pounds. As long as you're paying your ten dollars a month. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, over a hundred, uh, over a hundred. I think one. I think this is where things are going to go. Uh, mm. I think this is probably uh, the future of video games. Um, obviously, it's it's in the early days, so the library is going to be limited. But I think this is this is good generally, and I think PlayStation will probably follow, uh, and maybe maybe Steam or another PC model will develop where mm. you get to basically just rent. A rental thing like a netflix thing um what do you guys think of it I mean, if, it depends on the games i mean if it's if it if they're good games sure yeah i don't think they've released have the list of what's going to be on it but, but could you could be... you see say there's 100 games and what like 40 percent were decent and then maybe the other like another 60 percent was like shit mixed between shit and i'll give it a try one day would you subscribe 10 pound or was it a seven ninety nine or something for? Yeah, maybe. Ten, I mean, still be ten quid. You know, especially Probably. right, especially for people like me who you know I always take forever to get to them. There's some games I jump at right away, you know, Conan Exiles and whatever. But mostly it's yeah, Far Cry Four came out two years ago. Okay, I'll finally get around to it now. Like it just makes sense to do something like this because then it does I don't make have sense, to. Yeah. 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 Uh, good. And then uh, there is some other stuff, um, but yeah, I don't think we look. One of them is quite long. Um, uh, Overwatch wins Game of the Year GDC 2017 so well done to Overwatch and and that's about it let's, shall we just move on yeah let's move on we have got an email good to read so we'll do that oh, 
happening. Whoa, that ruled. Right, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Is yeah. it Derek Sainz? It is. I'm, Yay, you know. Derek Sainz. And he says this. Take He's no notice friend. of those people behind the digital curtain. Says, oh, wait, he Hello wants again. me to play that. Okay. Hey, Derek. Uh, Hello again, uh, veteran Where girls. is it? Here we go. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. There you go. Uh, remember back in day when DVDs first became popular? He just wants me to play all my sound clips. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a Uh, my first two DVDs were a double pack bargain of Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, oh. and Terminator 2. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Terminator and 2. terrible. Yeah. What was your first uh, DVD? What was the first thing you ever watched on DVD? Do you remember? I think it yep. might have been Contact. Jodie Foster. Uh, yeah, I remember good. mine very well. It was uh, The Matrix. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, good one. That's a good one. I remember my first uh, CDs very well, but I don't really remember which DVD I watched first. Yeah, the first the first DVD I ever watched was Aaron Brockovich, weirdly oh. enough. Well <laughs> so done, blue-haired Choco Snitch. <laughs> no, weird film to watch, but there you go. I, I'm sure that's... I rented it from the local video store, you know, when they very first got DVDs in for rental. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Anyway, he carries on. My PS2 was my first DVD player, which for me uh, linked video games and DVDs for years to come. I mentioned this because after sorting out some boxes of DVDs and PS2 games, I realized that for a number of years, disc-based games tried to emulate DVDs by including enticing extras. Stuff like soundtrack CDs, making of game videos, concept art, game makers commentary, etc., the special edition versions of Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3 on the PS1 and PS2 are great examples of this. Do you remember this? Where, where video I don't games really remember that. Yeah. Spit I mean, I know that Valve games. has done a lot of commentaries for their games, and one of the coolest things I remember from Portal was going through it again listening to the commentary they had. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think recently the only one I can think of that like, was similar to that was uh, The Witcher 3. I know I hate mm. I keep saying it. Uh, but The Witcher 3 came with You've a never sound- really talked about it. I know. I didn't know you played The Witcher 3. CD and like, lots of little extra bits and bobs. So I mean, that's kind of, of a standard thing on Steam now, is a lot of developers will allow you to buy the soundtrack. Yeah, and sometimes you just get it, don't you, as right, part of right. the, the game. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it carries on. I think that these days, with the dominance of digital downloads, the extras for games tend just to be a DLC, free or otherwise. Yeah. Uh, but imagine... Watching a long-running, branching path documentary about the making of GTA V or Skyrim or Yakuza 0 uh, with an option to play any part of the soundtrack or access to game art and access gameplay tips from the developers themselves. See, but I don't think I like that in the game. Like, I've watched the making of all the Bethesda games, and those are interesting to me to see how the ideas come about. But I don't want to do it while I'm playing the game. I just want to see it later as a feature. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily means you do it as you're playing the game, but it's in mm. the menu, so it's it's available if you wanted to watch it. Mm. And there's no... I mean, now that they're on Blu-ray and they've got access to a lot of memory, then it's... You know, at one time, it was difficult, especially on the 360 and the right. PS3, because right. you had to compress the game that much just to get it on the disc. Yeah. Let alone add stuff to it, you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, not so much on the, on the PS3, I don't suppose, because that was Blu-ray as well, wasn't it? But certainly more so on the 360, because that was just DVD. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
but with obviously with digital and storage and stuff, I guess it's not as big a deal now. Digital cyber. So, veteran gamers, were you ever interested in the extras that came with physical DVDs and video games? And if so, uh, would you like to see the practice make a comeback? Maybe as a reward for pre-ordering a game or buying a special edition. I'll tell you this. In terms of games, I could take it or leave it. Most of the time, I I don't really care that much. But in terms of movies, like the commentaries, it's few and far between. And it's true probably with games, too. Because a lot of times it's like, especially with movies, they're like, well, you know, I wanted to do this. And a lot of commentaries for movies, they're just talking about how, oh, this is a great scene. Oh, this actor did a great job. It's like, shut up. Nobody cares. But there are some commentaries that are really interesting. Um, I think that Spike Lee's commentaries tend to be good because he's a very, um, mm, he's a thoughtful and very uh, opinionated guy. So I always love hearing his opinions about stuff. Um, And then, what was the other? Oh, yeah. uh, So Ken Wilber and Cornell West, who are two really interesting philosophers, they did commentary tracks on all three Matrix movies. And they, like, changed my whole understanding of that trilogy. So I really like that commentary. And I like it. I was just. Go ahead. I was going to agree with The Matrix. I was just going to say The Matrix had great commentary. Yeah. I think that. I was going to say also Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fight Club's another good example. Because I think the important thing for me is that a good commentary, like the writer or director, they can talk about it, and that's good. The guy who did Margin Call is also a really good commentary because that's about the stock market, and he talked about how much he had studied it. His dad was a Wall Street trader and stuff. And along those same lines, um, Gosford Park was written by, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the same guy who made Downton Abbey. And he had an aunt. What was it? Julian Fellows, thank you, Duchess. He had an aunt who lived in high society. I mean, she was very, she was that upper class type, you know, social strata. And so he would talk about, you know, the things he'd seen and the elements that he had pulled from it and the fact that they have seven forks or all the rest of it. So it's just really interesting to me when people can bring in those things beyond just, well, here's what I was thinking when I was sitting behind the camera. Yeah. So That's pretty good. Uh, what about you, Chini? Obviously, as a filmmaker yourself, have you listened to many commentaries on films? And I, I wouldn't call myself a, a filmmaker. I'd, I'd I, call myself I an artist. of films. A cineast. I, I have a job where I, I produce videos. I shoot yes. film with uh, things and with a drone. I make stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah I, it, they are interesting. I, I do learn a lot from them, actually. Uh, and it's... Uh, it, it's really eye-opening. I remember the first DVD commentary I ever heard, which isn't, I suppose, um, that sort of important, I guess. But it was uh, the Red Dwarf DVD commentary, right? Ah. And I just, I just started learning a lot more about the show, uh, and and realised that the show wasn't flawless. You know, there was jokes that were said that didn't hit. But they still made the show, mm. uh, and and look, the actors were like, well, oh yeah, that show, that joke didn't work. You can tell, look, they didn't laugh, and I'm like, wow, look, I thought these things were flawless, and and you start to see the cracks, and they mm. they say things like, I still I still have that jacket, and so like I, I never even thought they would let them keep them, and and, and it's yeah. really it's really insightful, and then I got addicted to them, and I think one of the funniest commentaries I've ever heard is um, the uh, Phoenix Knights commentary with Peter Kay. Uh, and friends and um you know they do talk about the the show and 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 you know it was really cold here and da 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 but they just they're just cracking jokes and and making each other laugh 
uh, and and it's really good. And and yeah, I just in general, I mean, I've I like watching commentaries to bad movies as well. Mm. Um, like because you, I, I've been I've been watching a lot of the behind the scenes of you know I've been watching Alien lately, and we all know that one and two are good, three is bad, right? I like. And I watched all watched all the 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 uh, behind the scenes, and obviously the behind the scenes for one is like yeah it was a passion project we loved it. I didn't think it would be a hit. It was a hit. Two is like the pressure's on now. You know how are we going to top the first one? We don't want to copy it. It was a hit. The third behind the scenes is the most interesting behind the scenes of all of them hmm. because I was expecting them to talk about how great it was going to be and mm. you know we've got like this great story and they're very because it's all post you know mm-hmm. it's it's not during right. uh, and uh, they're very open about it and going mm. this project was a fucking mess <laughs> all <laughs> nice. the way through they uh, had a script the, the the film got pitched on an idea that got changed. So the planet, mm. the, the, the the movie was meant to start on a wooden planet run by monks. Hmm. And then they changed right. it to convicts. Uh. And when they changed it to convicts, the director walked out. Huh. Um, Fincher came in. He was young and keen because he wanted to do a movie. Yeah. They didn't have a script for the movie when they started shooting. Huh. They were building sets that wasn't in the script because they didn't have anything to do. <laughs> nice. Um, they were at one point they had nothing to do, so all they did was made dead bodies. Wow. Um, for the for the landing, you know, when the ah, the brilliant the the, the 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 spaceship crashes and Higgs Higgs's body's in it, but you don't see his face. And the reason why you don't see his face is because apparently Higgs, the actor, uh, I forgot his Mike something his name is, and um. His agent walked into the studio where they were making these dead bodies and saw, you know, Higgs's dead body mm-hmm. and went, um, went called it, called him back and said, "Have you agreed to, you know, have you agreed to something that I don't know?" He says, "Well, that's the first I've heard of it." So they they said, "You cannot put my face huh. in the movie. I will sue." Because wow. he thought he was going to be in the sequel because he was told he was going to be in the sequel. <laughs> yeah. So he's all bitter and he admits he says, "I was really bitter. I was really wow. young," um, and he said, "If I knew it was David Fincher, I probably wouldn't have." kicked off huh. um and just said just put me in one of your movies later on and i'll do it that is interesting but, yeah and, and but then he said but now they want to put like about a few months later they said oh we want to put your picture in the movie so we can just <laughs> you know and he says now you can pay me now you can give me some money for <laughs> nice that. because he's because he, they, they said oh we'll pay you off and he says no right. it's not about money it's about me as an actor mm. and you said you give me another shot of being in the film right. but and, but they said when they put your picture in it he says no now now you put now you give me money and he got paid <laughs> more for that picture than he wow. did for the second movie that's awesome so uh, just little brilliant. things like that and, and and to be honest as somebody that makes films and we, we have to deal with uh, I, I don't make films i make you know um videos um and it's just interesting to hear some projects, and I've got, we, we do about 20, 30 projects all at the same time now, right? And and some projects go really quickly, really mm. smoothly. Some projects go uh, really smoothly, but not very quick. Some mm. projects go really quick, but really bad. Some projects go bad, long, and drag on. Yeah. And all for different reasons. And it's really refreshing to know that it's not just us that yeah. do this. And you can totally, I was totally relating to like, man like you know just wasn't connecting wasn't feeling right wasn't the right mood just you know mm-hmm. just that's insightful and i do miss that i miss that about things like netflix and yeah i played tomb raider anniversary 
and got all the commentary from that and that's really insightful as well so i do miss it i would like to see more of it the other thing i'll say about commentaries real quick is if anybody uh hasn't seen the spinal tap commentary it's awesome because it's in character i think that's something that there should be a lot more of you know there's a lot of movies i would love to see the characters commenting on i think it'd be really cool to have a fight club I, commentary i disagree with. i no, i disagree I, you I didn't think, like the, the I, spinal I, tap commentary no i am not that i've not watched that one oh, but I, God, I, it's... I prefer to have the the, the real deal man. the real the, deal the like actual hey. making of that's fine i think you could do both um and i think spinal tap lends itself very well i think they should do it for all christopher guest movies because there's such interesting characters in there but in the spinal tap commentary it's so awesome because they're just the whole time they're complaining about how it makes them look bad they're like what well, why have you got to show the the plane crashing instead of the many times that the planes landed and the guy goes <laughs> was it was there a plane crash in this no i'm talking metaphorically you know <laughs> It's just yeah, well, it's awesome. that, it works for them because yeah. the, the, all the whole film's off the cuff, isn't it? It's all ad lib, right? Exactly. So I suppose like, yeah. but you, and Harry Shearer and and all of them, they do a really good job. So with, with Fight Club, you can't ad lib. Right. I know. You know, Brad Pitt's character. Yeah. You know, you just can't do it. So yeah, yeah I, I suppose. But I, I like to know why did they do this and why did they do that? And, sure. and I just find it interesting that Alien Three, they they was making sets, like amazing beautiful sets. Right. And there's like, where's bored. this? I, was like, I don't know. We haven't we haven't written it. I don't know. We're, yeah. just, we're just bored. We're just making yeah. things. Sure. Looks cool. And you, when you watch the movie, it all shows because yeah. they couldn't work it out. Sure. There we go. There you so, go. There you go. Wow. The fact the fact that Fincher was able to make a movie out of it was pretty pretty impressive. A miracle, man! It was a miracle. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for emails. The the one and only. But we have uh, got the resurgence of speak pipes. We have got two of those that I've Ooh, sent wow. along wow. to Duke. Uh, but you can't get through the frog. It's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us. You did? I did tonight, yes. I've sent two earlier on this evening. On email? Uh, yes, on email. Uh, <laughs> I don't have them. Well, I sent them. I've got I've got it here. Send Eric S. Piotrowski forward, 8.09 p.m. Hmm. Forward, 8.09 p.m. Well, that's interesting. Let's see if we can figure out where they went. Who knows? Uh, yep. Do something Which else while Scar- I look. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Is it gone to the wrong address? It's scartle at sbcglobal.net. Is that right? So you didn't send them to me. That's no, wrong, no, that's... That's the wrong email that? address. That's an old, Who? old email address. Wowzers. I wonder why it picked that as the one to send it to. It picked it. I love how it picked it. There was a robot who said, I will send it here. Instead of you clicking on the wrong email address. No, no, no. Because when you start typing in it, it automatically picks. Yes, but it gives you choices, doesn't it? It doesn't just automatically Uh, dump it in. It says, I "I think this is the one you want it to go to, right? Anyway, there's no point arguing. Let's do this. (laughs) Hey, you're the one not sending it again. There's no point arguing because he knows he's wrong. Gmail, there you go. No point arguing. There you go. Send one. There's one. Reloading. Reloading. There, there we go. go. Darth Lungs. All right. There you go. I'll Here send you go, the people. one while she's queuing that one up. This, I never would have guessed. Letter to Jason. 35 seconds. Here it comes, people. <laughs> it, for anybody who wishes to send us a speak pipe in the future, please begin it like that, because that's the perfect way to start a speak perfect. pipe. In fact, let's hear that again, lungs. shall we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stem Jason, dirty black lungs. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't think you have to worry about P.I. coming on your show anymore. <laughs> After boss wave. <sighs> okay. Jesus Christ. What the hell was that? I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I don't know. I don't know what that but was. it reminds me of Futurama when they get the telecommunication from the Pluto or whatever when the garbage ball comes through. Oh, man, that's not it. Oh, well, whatever. And he goes, it's someone, the garbage ball flies past like Pluto or something. And the guy's like, ah, horrible stench, can't breathe. And then the woman goes, "Uh, the message cuts out there, sir. And then the message keeps going. I guess it doesn't cut off there. Anyway. Did you know that we had a group photo at last year's EGX, shoe? I did, we did, we did. Um, and did you know that the pub behind us is called the Little Owl? Yeah, that's why we took the picture there. Is that why we took the picture there? Yeah, because of Jason. Oh, right. I that didn't realise that. that. Yes, yeah, that was all arranged specifically for all that. Oh, oh right, okay, I didn't, I didn't realise that. <laughs> there you go. That's so funny. <laughs> I just uh, thought, wow, that's a massive coincidence. Oh, no, I have wasn't. not just looked at the chat. On the Twitch chat, I didn't realize that there is this whole Lebowski thing coming on. My rug. Were you listening to the dude's story, Donnie? Walter. Were you listening to the dude's story? I was bowling. So you have no frame of reference here, Donnie. You're like a child who wanders in the middle of a movie and wants to know. Walter. (laughs) Beautiful. Anyway, the other speak pipe we have is from Weird Listener. It's also Jason Galar. Magnum. P.I. Here. Yes, I know that some of you wish that I were dead. I think we were supposed to play this one first, but whatever. But I have come out of retirement. (laughs) And I apologize if uh, my past accusations were without merit. I realize some of you weren't And I'm going to put a lot of this on verbal Rob's hair. Because the reason why I am stepping out of retirement something I was never planning on doing. It seems that my communications to Piltreed at Pilchers and Cream this last episode were disrupted by some evil force. He had Verbal Rob's hair on and I guess Pilch never got the warning. And now he's Nowhere to be found. His show's been killed. Wouldn't happen to have any information, would you, veteran gamers? Or is it Verbal Rob's hair that's guilty? But I intend now, to find out who killed Pilchards and Cream. P.I. signing out. That was me, by the way, doing a live mix of the Magnum I know, PI I was theme. Just, that's what I was about to ask. Did you do that? That was me. That? Wow, You're welcome. Stuff. Well done, you. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, Pilchers and Cream, I mentioned it earlier, Shut is ended. Up, did, we, did we kill it? I don't think we killed it. No, no I don't it wasn't think us. so. And then I don't think Verbal Rob's her killed it, did it? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Shut the Maybe fuck Jason up, killed Daddy. it. 
Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Or maybe he's just got other shit to do. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe that's the reason. Uh, and that's it. We just need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. Let's do it. You know, has it ever occurred to you that uh, instead of, uh, you know, running around uh, uh, blaming me, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? <laughs> now, the best line, of course, is the one that responds to that. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? <laughs> All right, it's time for shout outs. It's time for a shout out. Hey! I'm going to have to pump that up in the post 13310. Uh, I've got a bona fide shout out. Oh, snap. Go ahead. You know, because you know I'm usually a bit of shit. And stuff. Well, I wouldn't want to say it, but since you mention it. I know, it's true. It's well, true. Yes. You didn't put it on the shout out, so you can't do it. <laughs> I've got a bona fide shout out, uh, which is to Phil, because a new episode. That's right. Of. Yeah, a virtual pizza virtual came pizza. out this, this very week. I still haven't listened to it, but I saw that it's there, and I will listen to it. So there you go. So shout out to Phil. He got whoop, another whoop. one out. I think it's, well, it's about six months since the last one. That's a good. That's a good uh, investment in that Podbean service or whatever he uses. Oh yeah. Six I should talk. It's been like a year since the last Didactics and Cast. There you go. But I did get so this well fan done. mail recently about that, so I will be making a new one soon. Yeah, well done to you, Phil. Well done. Yay, Phil. So there you go. Uh, and that's it for me. And obviously the usual shout out to all the listeners. Thank you very much for everyone. All the listeners. And over to Chinny. Uh, I would like to shout out everybody that's been watching me play Skyrim uh, and continue to play and watch me play Skyrim. Thank you very much for your company. Uh, we're having fun. It's good. It's a good laugh. And Duke, you haven't come in yet. Nope. So... Because I'm usually yeah. not around or, like, I don't get it. I'll tell you what. I wish I could get um, a text whenever someone goes online. Because I get emails, but I don't check my email very often. Interesting. So, whatever. Interesting. I should be more vigilant, though. You're right. Yeah, well, you know, after, you know you'd enjoy it because it's Skyrim. But well, it doesn't exactly. um, But now people have been coming in. It's been good. Uh, yeah, it's been I, slightly... I was going to say, I must admit, I get alerts when someone's streaming on YouTube. But not an email. It just comes up as an, a, like a pop-up. On my oh, tablet. Interesting. He goes, such and such a body just began to stream. You still, you still don't come in, Stu. <laughs> I've been in a couple of times. Anyway. Uh, they're usually not logged in, so you might not have realized it was me. But no, no, people people come in and uh, it's been building. People, More people keep coming in. It's fun. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, I would like to thank everybody who's watching me do that. I'd also like to shout out Pilch. Uh, not just because, you know, like, you know, it's sad that he's... He's finished his show, uh, and we know how tough it is to knock out a show every week. So, joking aside, I hope to hear you on another show. Uh, mate, there's, there's plenty of other shows around. I'm sure somebody will get you on at some point. Um, and we have our anniversary shows always have guests on, so you're welcome on there, along with everybody else. Um, but I also want to say thank you to Pilch for, for saying very nice things about us on Twitter. So oh, you he, can get notifications on Twitch, on text yes. messaging. Huh. Well, oh, all right. Adding um, now. So, yeah, Pilch, Pilch uh, listened to last week's show and uh, said thanks to the Veteran Games for uh, smashing out good episodes or something like that, still smashing them out or something like that. So it's really nice when people say nice things about the show because, um, I don't know, it's good. So thanks. Makes it all worthwhile. Yes. So, yeah, uh, is uh, Duke, you know, is it your thing? 
Yes, I will shout out people because I want to say some things. Um, First of all, everybody listening, of course, um, Mighty Ice Dude uh, wanted me to make the Turkish version of making pancakes a thing. Because it's so shit. Now, to be fair, I think it's that the language doesn't really lend itself very well to that particular song. I don't. Th- mm-hmm. I think the person's giving it their best shot, but it's just it doesn't really work. So anyway, I think it's funny. <laughs> I don't know. I, lo- I like it. I like it too. It's I used just. To always, I used to always be amazed as a kid. You know, when you used to watch a Eurovision song contest. Yeah. And obviously, back in the day, they always used to sing in their, their own language. But if they won, they always sang it in English for some reason. Mm. It was always like, you have to sing it in English. But it always sounded right. And I was like, how does that work? How does a foreign language sound right in every, you know, in different languages with the same tune? Yeah. How does that work? How but it always seems to work. Uh, who knows? That. Um, so anyway, thank you. And, uh, Evil Shredder tempted me with Breath of the Wild. He's like, have you got it yet? And I was like, no, not yet. He's like, it's really good. You got to get it, dude. So I might. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And um, Mike Judge, uh, oh, man, I, I don't know why, but recently I found, uh, I went back to a Beavis and Butthead episode where they work at the drive-in. And it's such a classic line and it's taken forever to load, but come on. Watchcartoons.eu is not loading quickly for some reason. I can't imagine Yeah, I, I can't load it very quickly either. Ah, anyway, it's when they're working at the burger joint, and it's like, uh, <laughs> he goes, this guy comes in, he goes, hey, I'd like a double cheeseburger, french fries, a large fries, a strawberry milkshake, and an apple pie. And Butthead goes, uh, what? <laughs> he repeats his order again, and Butthead goes, uh, could you, like, please get less stuff? <laughs> I just love it. That show always makes me laugh. It's so funny. Yeah, and that's it. Too. Stop remembering TV and get to work. So we will thank people for listening. As Eric B. and Rakim said, this is a song they made called To the Listeners. So you see, it's hilarious. And that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We're done. Yes. Two. Yes. If people want to contact us, where can they go? They can send us an email. But if they just want to know everything veteran gamers, where they can, can they go? Just, they could just go to the website. Which is? VeteranGamers.co.uk. And on there, there's, there's links to the links. YouTube. There's YouTube, contact pages. Contacts, there's things emails, and videos and all sorts Twitter, of stuff. So if you Facebook. want to know what the fuck we're doing, stay up with us, people. He's got Beam on, on there as well. He's got Beam. Beam. No, no, no Beam. one's got Beam. Beam is like Alta Vista on Parks and Recreation. I happen to have a sound clip loaded up here. This guy, Ben. Oh, here, wait. Use Alta Vista. Oh, wait, here we go. Why does everyone in this town use Alta Vista? Yeah, Alta Vista. Anyway. Great. Beam. Um, Beam. Um, so if you want to know what we're up to, go to veterangamers.co.uk. The stunt. Plug. Or, or alternatively, you can go to Beam. 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 <laughs> yeah. Beam. Yeah. There Damn you go. it, Jerry. Team, That's it. Team Beam. Team Beam. Team Beam. Damn it, Jerry. Damn it, Jerry. Right, we're done. Let's get out of here. Oh,
this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts. Similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some Shut talk about RPGs. Come on. Yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out, vghub.net. It is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. <laughs> There you go, job done. There you right. go. I'm go. I'm gonna go. I've got to get me up early in the morning, so I'm very tired Duke, and I need to sorry, go to bed. Stew, stew. Yes, yes. I need to go to bed. What? No. It, the article will be there, ready for you. Don't fuck it up this week. <laughs> yeah, well, don't fucking start doing stuff that you've never done before, and then I expect me just to know it's there. Did he do well, it I'm wrong? Telling you now. I know. Well, that's fine. Thank you, Sally. Yeah, thank you, Ginny. No worries. <laughs> Yeah, no, have a good night, guys. Good night, good night see everyone. Bye. Now, I'm going to keep talking, though, because you think, see, that was just what was on the Twitch stream, but I got a whole mess of other things that I need to say. For instance, um, my desk is covered with a bunch of crap. I got this uh, lip balm here. I'm going to take the cap off. So you heard that? You know, put the cap back on. Take the cap off. Put the cap back on. Oh, this is podcasting gold. Here's the pen I use. It's the Zebra F301. This is a good pen. It's metal. It's sturdy. Um, I got Consolidated's album, Friendly Fascism, right here. That's that jewel case. It's kind of warm because it was sitting on the Mac Mini. I could just go on forever. Hi, Duchess. What? I'm recording a little postscript for the show. You got anything you want to say to the listeners? Say it now. Oh, you can't say that. I'm going to have to edit that out. Show over.